Fuck. Welcome back to another episode of the Five on Five podcast presented by Nukes Hot Sauce and DirectMusicService.com. Promo code over there is five on five F I V E O N F I V E. Is it, is it gonna flash? Sauce. Is it gonna flash across the does it? You're you're putting extra stuff for Nick to I do. Am. Yeah, I, we, we can make that happen. Let's go. <laughs> hold up Let's a piece go. of paper. Just hold a piece of paper for it. Yeah. Uh F I V E O N F I V E is the promo code over there. Uh save 30% off your first month on directmusicservice.com. Any membership and over there on Nukes Hot Sauce, you'll save some bucks, get some spice in your life. Hey, and I, check it too, and check it too. Check the box. Check, Check the box, hit the like, hit the subscribe, hit the bell to be notified every time we drop on YouTube to see our beautiful faces. Okay, let's rock. He's right. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Phenom, coming to you live from Portland, Oregon. Down the street from me, Jupiter Williams, check the box. Uh, down check the street the box. From, down the street from him in Sin City, Belly the Beast, Neek, the Sheriff Lopez. The Sheriff, uh, man, <laughs> he's got um, it. Yeah. Yeah, he's got it. Uh, <laughs> and up in the six, up in the six, we're heading up north today. Yeah. Uh, we're going oh, up man. to Toronto. We yeah, have yeah. we have the legend with us joining us. Ladies and gentlemen, make some noise. It's Big Jax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I got I gotta talk about that first off top. Is 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 Drake is Drake the man up there, or is that just like down here? No, nah, he's the he's the man, dog. He's okay. like, like Drake. I mean, people are gonna hate, people are gonna love, but if you, I mean, he's the man, dog. Like, he's okay. the man for real, for real. Like, you can't. I don't know, man. You can't. <laughs> he he changed the whole culture of the city. He changed yeah. the whole culture of the, the country. People were doing it before him. There's you know, there's a whole lot mm-hmm. of legacy and foundation before him, but. He changed everything here, yeah. and people people love him. We, we we love him out here for for the most part. You know, there's always gonna be some haters, but right. No, nah, no, nah, no. Nah, we love him out here. Have you had I... any interactions with him? Yeah, he came to um, a gig of mine. I was doing like this, this restaurant gig, and he pulled up the the night before Views came out. Mm. So it was him, Obi O'Brien. Future to Prince, uh, his, mm-hmm. his who used to be his tour DJ, but I think yeah. he's now like his business manager and shit. Manager. So, I mean, I, I've known Future for a minute. We played some gigs together back in the day. I had never met Drake before, but um, he came through that night. He just, you know, was h- hanging out, drinking mimosas. <laughs> oh no, no, sorry, no, 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 he, he no. No, he was drinking Bellinis. He, he wasn't oh, drinking Bellinis. Oh, Bellinis. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yo. That's Drake. Yeah. He was drinking Bellinis. And, yo, they were chilling. They were super cool. Um, <laughs> the, the manager at the time was like, yeah, you know, play some drink. And he wanted, like, the manager was hella corny. So, or sorry, the owner. He was hella uh, corny. Yeah. And, he, and, and he was like, he wanted me to play, like, Hotline Bling and shit. But, I, and I, you know, I played all that. But then I started playing, like, some Obi O'Brien tunes. Because I know... You know, the whole entourage is there, but no one's expecting to hear Obi O'Brien. Right. right. So I played like Steve Nash and they're all wilding out. I don't think oh, Obi yeah. like, expected me to play that. I played some other shit and then, uh, you know, they came over at the end of the night just to, you know, say peace and everything. And I just held Drake up. I introduced myself and he was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, you know, I know who you are. And I was like, oh, word. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, we have mutual friends and stuff like that. So I, 
is going to happen. But that was the only time I had met him. I seen him around a few times. Like I seen him back in the day when I was playing like a triple five soul sample sale, he came through and this was like, even before he was like Drake, Drake. So at the time I see him, I was like, Oh, oh, oh it's a light skinned nigga from Degrassi. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Yeah. I mean, you know, he, he's always around, man. So yeah, yeah. That's, dope. yeah. No, that's dope. And and I love that, that game recognizes game. That's always my favorite when, right. when somebody like that can be like, cool enough to come up and dap up with the DJ and be like, yo, you made the night. It's not me being here. It's you. This is your show. Yeah, he definitely understands that. And he he's good at, like, he does keep his ear to the street because I remember he pulled up to the same gig. Uh, I wasn't there that night. My other homie was playing. And he was like, yo, play some new Toronto shit for me. He wanted to hear, like, some of the new artists. You know, like, he keeps, he keeps tapped in. So I definitely respect that. That's dope. Yeah. What about uh, on the flip side? What about Abel? Is Abel around? I haven't seen him, um, but again, we have mutual friends and mm-hmm. mutual homies and stuff like that. So, like, he's definitely out there. Uh, sure. I mean, you know, like most of the notable people that you probably asked me about, I've yeah. seen, but he's sure. one I haven't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I want I want to slide that in before we get into the the five on five here. What is if you had to predict? Based upon what you saw, did you think Drake would be as big as he was going to be? Did you think Mike oh hell would no, be as big? no, no, way. oh hell no? Because okay, so like when Drake first came out, too, I remember like it was just such a different time, man. Like we just weren't used to seeing people get that level of success, and then even when he got it, it was like dope. But like I remember going to New York and uh, hearing like Hot ninety seven was playing all this shit, but we're playing like um, it was like the um, the unstoppable joint, the 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 Santi Gold, was yeah. it Santi? Yeah, it was like that one. It was the 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 Licky Lee joint, and then like some other stuff, all from like that early stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is cool. It's cool to see that, but like you can never, you can never anticipate that he was gonna be like what he became. It was cool to see it, and it was like we were just proud. We were just happy to see, you know, the man them getting like radio play in in America. Yeah, but. We you couldn't have foreseen that, damn right. Yeah. And even yeah, even with the weekend too, like because I mean, when the weekend first came out, his stuff was super dark and and real kind of like you know I said like uh, you know cocaine white girl kind of music and shit like that. Right. But I think once he started doing like the the you know can't feel my face kind of stuff and it, like you couldn't I couldn't have expected him to even blow up and cross over it to pop like he has either you know what i mean but he, right. he made the right choice in my mind because i think if he still was doing what he was doing when he first came out he definitely wouldn't be where he's at today right weekend weekend was on a trajectory to just be kind of an indie kind not like backpack but very niche you yeah. know where it's yeah. like if you know you know frank essentially ocean. It, uh, so, yeah. yeah frank ocean essentially the route of party next door you know like that yeah was another one would have had like right. a cult following but not monumental super pop star yeah right and especially around that time i felt like there was a lot of like the big thing was like mysterious r&b you know what i mean like you didn't really know what people look like the stuff the music was real dark the imagery of them was really dark so but it was like how long can that sustain for for an artist and you know even like a a frank ocean he's got that cult following but like he wasn't like dark and mysterious like that you know what i mean Right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's you know, you mentioned in Party. I feel like Party is kind of like you look at the weekend, you look at Party. 
and um you know party's done a lot of a lot of writing and stuff like that but i've always personally i've always loved party's music you know yeah more than than more than most so i wish that he was getting more attention even though he's gotten lots but you know i feel like party is exactly what weekend would have been if he didn't do all that stuff yeah yeah, yeah. but you know on the flip side at least for, for for party is like you know he's wrote records like work and all that kind of stuff. So I feel like even though he hasn't been in the forefront so much, he's been doing some great things. Yeah, Just Rihanna got scenes. him locked up in Barbados somewhere. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. fully be- uh, have you seen him? I, when was the last time in- you seen him? <laughs> it's been a long time. I seen him like one time. He in Barbados. Yeah. Hey yo, if he's in Barbados writing for Rihanna or doing whatever for Rihanna, then stay a- He like midwife for Rihanna right now. <laughs> I'm so mad. I want party to come back, man. Just release yeah. that man. Okay, yo, let me let me ask y'all. What's your favorite party joint? Man, Boy, I really love Believe It. Okay. That, that's the okay. one that I, I go back to um a lot. And then um oh uh what that freaking you? Okay, okay. That freaking oh, you freaking that, you is uh, dope. And yeah. um Low battery. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like loyal. Yeah. It goes off. I can play. Dog, I love loyal favorite. so much. Loyal. I love loyal. And you know, I feel like loyal is one of those those cuts that like didn't fully blow up. Mm-hmm. So like like it goes off well here, and it's it's dope to play it like in those, those the afro kind of sets or leading in mm-hmm. out of afro sets. Um, yeah, and I just I feel like it never got the the love it deserved. So I always I, dog, I play that record all the time too. It's like it's like uh, Guatemala from Ray Schremer. It's, oh it's, wow! You know, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. In, the, in the could have been, should have been. Yeah. We know it's great. DJs love it. The yeah. crowd is just like, all right, what's next? You know. Yeah. SLS. But when you play it, it still works though. It still works. Though. It still works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 SLS is one of my favorite, hands down, party okay. record. Uh, okay. With that Drew Hill flip. Okay. That is hands down one of my favorites. I always feel yeah. like I'm like, oh, I don't really know that much party. And That's okay. Said, no, he's got hella songs. Like he's he does. He does though. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Cause yeah, I, I love loyal. I love um uh Kehlani freestyle or things and such. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite. That's my favorite one. But and yeah. then Break from Toronto. If you play Break from Toronto here, like it, oh, what what's it's that? Stupid. What's that That's song? The, um, the Miguel sample in there. What is that? Um, what is that song that he's talking about? Um, oh fuck! It, it was on his last album. He's talking about. Hold on, number crunch. He had a number talk crunch. amongst yourselves. Yeah. I'll be uh, back. Pull, pull, pull it up. He had uh, he had that track with Calvin Harris too. Yes. Uh, party next door. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, nah, run up. Not ready. Yeah. Not ready. Oh, and, not ready. No, and run up. Run up was a major laser uh-huh. joint. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and Ghost um, Town. He's on Ghost Town with Kanye. Uh, people yeah. forget that from he from Ye. Uh, yeah, he's very, he's 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 still here. He's still here. Yeah, wouldn't he's, leave. He's doing Ye. his thing, not as yeah. frequent. Oh, Savage Anthem. Sorry. Okay. Savage Anthem. My God, yeah. that boy is something else in that song. <laughs> <laughs> he is something else. Oh, he's yeah, on uh, on Cash Out with Schoolboy Q and Calvin too. Yes. Oh that's wow. Okay. Yeah. 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 That man, Calvin Harris just picks the best features. Like, Dog. Yeah. 
I'm yeah, that, so... that, that that Funk Bounce album. Yeah. Mm. We're ready. Two. Number two. Coming We're ready. Soon. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. It, it seemed like such a pipe dream, but you know what? Calvin has <sighs> just been chilling, and that's another person that was probably in Barbados just chilling. And, and, <laughs> yeah. And is, is slowly writing things down, slowly making music, and all 12, all 15 of those, all 18 of those songs will be played in the club. Yeah. It's just yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, even the Lucy I play, the right. um, the Weekend, the right. Weekend remix, oh, yeah. SZA. The, the SZA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Just a Lucy. And I feel like he, he went on an interesting path because when he first came out, or when I first got familiar with him, I think it was the, the I Created Disco. I'm mm-hmm. the one with the awesome yellow cover. Yeah. Right? Yeah, the first and one. The, yeah, there's some joints on there. And it's like, it's 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 like funky. It was around the time when like a lot of like the, the, the new disco stuff was starting to really take off and like blog house kind of stuff. And he, he kept it on the funky side. And I know he kind of went, you know, a little left with the, Got into like the fist pump territory for a minute. I, you know, I understand. <laughs> but then he brought it back again with, with the last album. So I was like, okay. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I, I rate him. I rate his stuff. Even yeah. like during lockdown, he started that love regenerator stuff. And it was just like really deep techno. Mm-hmm. And he just went full. He like, he, he, Calvin, I think at the end of this shit, Probably in like another ten years, we're gonna be looking at him the same way we look at Tiesto and Cascade. Interesting, without a doubt. Yeah, and, yeah. and he's made us so much money. Like, if, <laughs> right. if, if if you have a moment where you're like, I don't know what to play, you yeah. can probably plug a Calvin Harris song in there. Yeah, yeah. You know, even on a rap night, even on a, a disco night, even mm-hmm. on a house mm-hmm. night, there's most likely a song that he has for you. You know, mm-hmm. 100%. and and, and it, it's kind of crazy. So, uh, Calvin, I know you're listening. I know you're a huge fan of the podcast. Can <laughs> we get into the I, thing? Yeah, let's get into the thing here. <laughs> what we do every week, we compare two artists head to head, their top five songs as viewed most popular on Spotify. Oh, wow. We have two artists that I've put together today. Uh, gentlemen, I'm, without further ado, I'm just going to get into it. This week is Monica versus Fabulous. Ooh, I thought you were going to go with Brandy. <laughs> nope. Yeah, I nope. Yeah. nope. <laughs> the Yo, easy on, one. On Let me, like, how, why Monica versus Fabulous? No rhyme or reason. Okay. They're both still kind of played in the club. They both kind of kind of have that nostalgia factor. I play the yeah. shit out of Monica in the club. I play the, I play the shit out of Fabulous, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. Okay. okay. Uh, I'd be getting mad, too, Jay, at like sometimes when the picks don't make like there's no correlation yeah that drives right? me a little bit nuts. i'm like where is the correlate why and they're just like because it's fun yeah <laughs> that's what we I do we have fun but we were talking okay. about like we'll get into the lightning round and you'll see some of why them correlate and some of them are just to fuck with people okay <laughs> right. Yeah. right okay well, I have a feeling this might be kind of close this week. So let's see what you guys think. Really? Round one, The Boy Is Mine or Fabulous Into You. We'll start with our guest, Big Jacks. I'll have to go with The Boy Is Mine. Okay. Sorry, in, Into You, like like the, the, the Tamiya and Fabulous yep. Into You? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I feel like if it was just a Tamiya solo, I would have went with Tamiya because mm. that's 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 CanCon, that's Canadian content too, mm-hmm. right? Because she's from, from Windsor. <laughs> but 
the boys mine is is a certified classic too so I, you know you got brandy and monica dueling for, for yeah. the man them on there so yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll go with boy is mine all right travis Boy is mine. Brandy and Monica dueling for what? Tyrese? Wasn't it Tyrese? <laughs> yeah. Was it? Yeah, I think it was. I think it was Tyrese that they were dueling for. Fast and Furious Tyrese? Nah, pre. Pre. Nah, R and B Tyrese. Sweet Lady Tyrese. Oh. Um, model oh. Tyrese. Model Tyrese. Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. So, um, boy is mine. I remember this was another one of those, um, another one of those situations to where we were trying to figure out who was going to get top billing for it. Mm. You remember with the um, Mariah and Whitney song? Yeah, trying to figure out who was going to be top billing. Like that was a thing back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, Monica and Brandy are both superstars. So it's like, they, I mean, they they both owned it, right? In my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. Was this a real beef? Yeah. This was real. I, I think I think it, it was at one real point. It, it was a friendship, and then turned into a beef, or a beef, and then it, into a friendship. It turned into a. I think it turned into a beef. Yeah, oh. I, I oh. think it did. I Monica think and Brandy it... was like a real feud, and it, I think it happened after this song, because yeah, the, it happened because of the song. I I don't want to obviously right. I don't YouTube's know everything about come it. For that YouTube head. will come from my ass if I'm wrong. One yeah. uh, nineteen eighty. I think may have happened is that there was a discussion of whose the song was. And who was the featured artist? Right. Mm, right. So was it Brandy featuring Monica or Monica featuring Brandy? Right. Whose album was did y'all watch? On? Did y'all watch the, the verses between Brandy and Monica? Uh-uh. Wasn't Monica so. drunk as shit? Like was some what was was it that one? I don't I don't think it was that one. I think it was Shaka Khan who was drunk. Oh, Maybe that's other right. People. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> but the Brandy and Monica one, I remember like watching that one, and you could still tell there was like there was some Monica. Man. Yeah, Monica was not playing games. <laughs> that's crazy to me. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, years later, the beef is alive and well. It's still here. Red hot. I feel like it's like okay now by you know, yeah. playing it like they're all good, but you could tell Monica was not. I playing. think when you do a versus, it kind of like rekindles <laughs> yeah 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 uh right. they better figure out they're doing that i think they're doing that uh what's that uh lovers and friends yeah that oh episode. yeah oh yeah yeah i'm pretty sure they're both on it if not i know why there's beef if they're yeah. not both on it if, so, if somebody booked one and not the other asshole now we got yeah i'm gonna go with uh the boy is mine uh, same reason. I feel like if it was just the Tamiya version, I would have gone with that, not the Fabulous okay. version. Fair. Fair. Not that uh, it's a bad song. I just. Right. Yeah. If I had to pick between which I'm so into you, I'm listening to, I'm listening to the Tamiya version, not the Fabulous version. Yeah. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Round two, gentlemen Angel of Mine from Monica Ooh. or Make Me Better from Fabulous. Ooh. Let's start with Neek. Uh, make me better. Refresh my memory. Is that an early cut? Timberland. You make me better. With uh, with Neo, Neo. right? Yeah. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, Monica. Angel of Mine. Yeah. Okay. Nah, this is. I love, love, love. Fabulous. Not this era, though. This mm -hmm. was when he was like <laughs> a pop, fucking monster, just on everything. Yeah. Um. He gave me this is so fucked up. He gave me like flow rider vibes back then. 
Damn, Nick. Just flow right on that. Like just man. just a fucking corny rapper on Damn, pop Nick, tracks. Nick, 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 uh, Nick. No. I didn't feel this Nick, way later Nick, because Nick, I ended Nick. up really liking <laughs> Catalyst again. Chill, chill. But this little pocket, chill. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> There's about to be a new beat between Fabulous and Nick. <laughs> I didn't feel that way in the beginning. I didn't feel industry. that way after this. But this little pocket, I felt that way. Wow. wow. Uh, fabulous, if you're listening, I don't feel that way. I do not either. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, get your bread. It's just horny. Uh, Trap. Uh, Angel of Mine. Okay. Yo. Little guitar in there. Uh, I believe her love interest in this was uh, Young Buck in the video. Uh, Shout out to Young. So, so yeah. <laughs> I, so, I, yeah. I want to say they might have been dating at the time too. So yeah, I might be wrong on that. But Angel of Mine, Angel of Mine, that song is fire, man. That little guitar in that little yeah. Spanish guitar. Oh, you play that? I haven't in a oh. while. I'm gonna bring it back. I thought you meant Spanish guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Tony Braxton? Yeah, I play. I I twiddle around a little. Little Tony Braxton, I play that. I do play that. that. Yeah. That track masters Spanish guitar. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Let's go to Jay. Which way are you going on this? Oh, man. Angel of Mine is like something that I probably would listen to more so at home. But if we're talking about like in the club, I probably I'm gonna go with Fab. I'm gonna go with Fab on this too. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Timberland production, Neo yeah. on there, like peak Neo. Uh, Fab was not like Flow Rider to me. On that. No, <laughs> no, me neither. And yeah, and funny. I remember there was like <laughs> a real like obscure remix because apparently wasn't that like that Timberland be kind of like modeled around Raekwon Rainy Days or something like that. Was it? I, that's what I heard. So just so that's if that's if, if that's true, then like. Just for 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 the Raekwon reference, I'm I'm gonna take the fact. Makes it cooler. Gotcha. Fair. Sure. Yeah. Um, round three, gentlemen. Monica, so gone or Ooh. fabulous? Can't let you go. Let's Ooh. start with Neek. Start with me. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right. Fine. Catch <laughs> up. Fine. Fine. You'll go last. You'll go last. Let's start with Chad. <laughs> Yo, so gone with these remixes, man. So many remixes of this damn song, bro. Yes. yes. Nah. Uh, Can't let you go. Oh. Can't let you go. Oh, Oh, a full lean and then switched. Switched. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. I actually played this song a lot. I got to erase your... I wrote it down for... You tricked me. I I thought you were full in on Monica. That's good. All right. No, fab. Can't let you go. Uh, go. Jax. So gone, man. So that that might be my favorite Monica song. That mm. that Missy, you know, Missy, that Missy Monica, yeah, that, that whole era of Missy, um, is crazy to me, and that's probably my my favorite one out of all of them. And then the remix with 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 Busta and and oh come oh, on that one, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <okay>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, that remix is hard. I I don't really care for Busta on it so much, like you know, but like no, you're that, right. That beat, yeah. It is, yeah, and I'm with you on that. It's my favorite remix of it, uh, yeah, of the many remixes that came out. God damn, yeah. <laughs> heat, heat. 
Remember uh, when there was there was huge remix packages for all this shit? There, you know, oh, yeah. there, there was, this is like the height of the remix. The mixtape like, everything remixes. had a remix. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you're and like, Busta Rhymes had to be on everything. So everything. everything. Busta was and, on so many remixes back then. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He had more remixes than he did like albums. Yeah, he was just doing guests at that at that spot, and then. Actually, can I mention one thing too with with Sogon? Yeah. Um, I love yeah. the fact that the two one three, the So Fly. Um, two one three, the Nate Dog, Snoop Dogg, and uh, oh Andrew, right, they, they they freaked it too. So mm-hmm. that, that's like an extra bonus point. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Yeah, yeah. That, that was a hell of a collab. That it was. That shit's dope. I fuck with that. Uh, Neek, is it? Can I ask you now which way you're going? <laughs> Monica. Monica. Okay. <laughs> Monica choice. Okay. choice. I think. Um, it's funny because like every time I hear it, I think of new Monica and I just think they don't do that anymore. They don't shout new whoever. Was that Clue? Was that Clue? I, oh, it was Missy. It was, it was Missy. Missy. That was Missy, Missy. that did it on yeah, this yeah, one. Yeah. The other day I was playing like a like a throwback event and I played a Floetry Where You Are remix with Most Def. Uh-huh. And in the beginning, it said he, most have yells new flow a tree and shred <laughs> lost it. Like he was like new flow a tree. <laughs> so now every time I play one of the songs or like remixes from that era, there's always a new whoever. Because <laughs> <laughs> she did that. She did that. Uh, Missy did that on the Monica. She did it on the Jasmine Sullivan. She did it on the Keisha Cole. Let it go. All right. Yeah, uh-huh. Keisha. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Always was... a new something, and then ten years from now, you're like, nah, it's not new. Yeah. <laughs> that and, and and saying what year it is at the beginning of the track, you're like, oh, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't, hey, don't do who that. shot don't. you still goes though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's cash it. money, cash money, nine nine in two thousand. That's yeah. That's, yeah. that's classic. That's classic. Well, yeah. What Snoop, year? Is Snoop it? had one, didn't he? Then he had the. Uh, not uh nine two plus four pennies or whatever. Yeah, nine nine plus oh, yeah. four pennies. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, no one's like it's twenty twenty two. Round four, Monica for you. I will or fabulous. Throw it in the bag. Let's start off with Big Jacks. I'm, I'm gonna throw it in the bag again because the remix too. I think about because what well, the original was with. The dream. The right? original was with the dream, and then they remixed and then the, the dream it. song. <laughs> yeah, they remixed the dream song, and then they and they got Drake on. And then the they track, got Drake. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna take throw it in the bag. Uh, let's go to Travis. Yeah, uh, throwing in the bag. The throwing in the bag uh, remix of uh, February Love by the Dream, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you don't even get to that part of the sample until. 20 minutes into the song <laughs> that song yeah. is so long like and, fancy oh, yeah. so great so yeah. great so yeah throwing in back neek monica monica this is space jam because space jam <laughs> oh yes yeah. absolutely a thousand one hundred million ten percent yeah. space jam. Yeah. yeah um but this is my least again. This is that pocket of fabulous. I really oh did. god, this was not this was not flow right fab. This was not this, this this was this was like fedora rap. This was though. like this soul, was that era. soul tape fab. Not in. I want <laughs> I want street rap oh fab. God. I don't want this. Oh, when did he really give us like street rap? I mean, there was like the the first album, yeah, which still yeah. had like some we'll call girl cuts yeah. like 
I mean, he had all the hollow stuff. Yeah, like like hollow back stuff was fun, like Harlem Shake stuff. Yeah. But then we got mixtape fab like fucking 10 years after this. That was just good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like soul tape and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like yeah, that yeah. stuff. But that's just... when that's when throwing in the bag came out around soul tape. No, soul, soul tape came in way after throwing in the bag. You sure? It definitely came after. I don't want to say way after, but it, throw it in the bag oh, is just worlds apart from Soul Tape era. I just no, wish so, there was more no, so of that. Way but was thrown in the bag. It, yeah, I'm. That's not. I'm not in on that stuff. Yeah. Well, when was that? 2010, 2011. Let me, yeah. Let's remember. do a number crunch. Uh, just for the fuck sake of it. Uh, uh, uh 09. Oh nine. Throw it in the bag. Yeah, yeah. 09 was thrown in the bag. And then Soul Tapes. Soul Tape. Oh, yeah. He had uh, 11. So it wasn't that far apart. Money Goes and Honey Stay. With Jay on it. I'm sure he finally got his Jay feature on Loso's Way. (laughs) That's crazy. Come on, man. What um, what was that that Brooklyn joint from? Didn't he have a joint called Brooklyn? And was was Jay on that too? On Brooklyn? I don't remember what album that was from, though. Was that before or after? Let's see. I don't know, man. There was just that, like, Street Dreams was cool. Ghetto Fabulous was dope. I didn't listen to more Street Dreams. (laughs) I'm looking at his discography now, and I'm just like... Listen, Fab, Fab is the equivalent of... He's the equivalent to, um... Carmelo Anthony in the NBA. <laughs> He's the Carmelo. He is the rap. Carmelo of the rap game. Interesting. Almost. <laughs> How? All right. How did well? I make? No, I'm saying he he almost like did it. He he was almost that guy, like Carmelo. Oh, okay. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Fabulous had <laughs> had a couple moments, and now he's he's just on there was the, a time where Fab was tour. number one. Like he yeah, was the guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was the guy at one point. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't sustainable. It's not sustainable. It's, <laughs> it's not it's, sustainable it's, to be number no. one, though. He's no. not unless you're inherently good... corny and cheesy yeah. either. Like right. Flowrider, but, but like, you calling him Flowrider though. <laughs> like see, like Flowrider for the entirety that I I was never in. He was always corny. Right. But yeah. there was that pocket where Wait a minute. No, nah, he he came out not corny though. Did he? I didn't know about yeah, that. Yeah, he had he had one run, just like just like how um with with Pitbull, like, like around the time like that Pitbull Apple bottom jeans before that. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like that's, no, 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 before that's... that. Before <laughs> that. I didn't know. I didn't know that part of. It. I didn't know that early stuff. Then I'm ignorant to that because I know Pitbull. People say he wasn't corny in the beginning too, and I'm like, I didn't know that. Yeah, Pitbull has some. I mean, yeah, he has Kulo, you know, which is fucking massive, massive, massive. Like, but even before that, like he was on like like the DJ Khaled records from you know, right, right, um, right, right, with Lil Wayne and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Pitbull still has a couple you can pull off, like uh, the yeah, I like, like, Pitbull, like that. I like a lot Pitbull. of songs that go off are corny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that's true. But there's shades of that. There's like there I is. had the time of my life, like that one, yeah, and yeah. then like you know, like I don't know. There's different different versions of different layers. levels of corn. Yeah. Yeah. Layers yeah. of corn. This is cream corn. It's not off the cob. You know, <laughs> okay. this is this is yeah. <laughs> 
It's a little bit more digestible. You're not biting into the straight corn. Uh, (laughs) Round five, gentlemen. I'm ready to wrap this round up. Uh, Monica, don't take it personal. Or fabulous. Here's your street record, Neek. Fabulous, breathe. No. What, Neek? What you got? Really? Ooh. Breathe, stretch, stretch. No, 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 no. No, breathe. No, oh. breathe. Oh. One to the, to the, to the, to the, to the, then you got to you gotta breathe. Oh, even yeah. better? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's you know. <laughs> Wow. He was in on Breeze Stretch Shake, and boy, he's really he's in on both of them, right? Yeah. I'm not tripping. He's on the remix of Breeze Stretch Shake. Let him, yeah. Was, was he on there? I think that, so. I could Mace? be terribly wrong. I could not know what the fuck I'm talking about. All this could be null and void. <laughs> My opinions completely be out. You don't even know Fabulous, dog. <laughs> oh, man. I I'll pass it to Jax. Which way are you going on this? Oh man, you know what I I like Breathe because because it just Blaze. I don't you know I don't really care for Fab on it personally. I've never been a big 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 Fab fan. I'm gonna say Monica. Don't take it personal. Just you know, and with that the LL Cool J. That's what I was about to say. Backseat. Not to the yeah. Man, not to backseat. Come on, I'm gonna take yeah. that. Fair. Let me sit song. the fuck down because I just confused Mace with Fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Let me take a seat. No, but you, yo, you were ready, dog. You were ready with the with the stretches and everything. Yeah, you, you <laughs> sure were. You were ready. Yeah, no. you did a whole routine on us. My man said, "Round five, I got to dance for this one." <laughs> <laughs> dance my ass into a seat. Yo, yo, I could just see a fabulous concert, and Neek's like, "Yo, they're like, hey, we're waiting up with breathe," and he's like, and "Yes, wrong breathe." <laughs> yeah, let me, all right, let me come out and do a dance for the concert, and then we'll start the show like that, and you do the breathe stretch. You put shake me on then... a podcast, bro. That's so embarrassing. That's so funny. Lock it in. Lock it in. Next time I see you, you're getting both versions back to back because they're pretty there you close. Go. Um, Travis, the tiebreaker. Which way are you going on this? Man. Monica. Monica. That LL LL sample. I actually do that routine with the LL into the Monica all the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That that's yeah, the song. And that's how that's how she came out. That's that was like her first single, right? Yeah. Right? Don't take mm-hmm. it personal. Yeah. Don't take it if, personal rules though. It's it's good. Yeah. This was the first song that I heard from her, at least. And um yeah. Yeah, definitely. Would you guys have felt different if uh Hollerback was on there? Hollerback Youngin. Would you have gone fabulous? Versus how that's you... versus Monica, that Monica yeah. song? Yeah. No. No. no, I'm still so picking Monica. 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 Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you know, I got it wrong. This is still one of my favorite Fab songs. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> like it's in my top ten Fab songs. But what about what about this? Let me throw one more corkscrew in. Monica, don't take it personal or fabulous. And the dream, shorty is the shit. Oh man. Mon- now I'm going Monica there. Monica, Monica, yeah. See, yeah, I'm gonna go with Monica too because this is that reminds me of the the Tamia joint. I I love that Dream record, but without yeah. Fab. Sure, I love that Dream mm-hmm. record. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, let's saying, there's a lot of joints where we're like, yo, this is dope, but the one without him is better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Right, right. <laughs> Here's the OG. That's uh, that works for everyone. Uh, let's get into the lightning round here. This is for Big Jacks only. Um, oh, man. It is Crusher. a this <laughs> or that. You pick one, and the rest you have the other one. You have to delete out of existence. It's no longer okay. your Serato. You go okay. to pull that record off the shelf behind you. It's an Air Four Hundred Four question mark. We don't okay. know who you're talking about. Okay. Starting with. MF Doom or Will Smith? <laughs> uh, I'm keeping Doom. Okay, Doom stays. Uh, DeBarge or the Jacksons? Sony Jacksons. Sony Jacksons. <laughs> yeah, this is um, this is the Jacksons win. You know, uh, it's like victory. Early twenty Jacksons. <laughs> so wait, wait, we're not talking about the whole. Wait, we're talking not about not Jackson, Jackson five. five. No, no, no. This is after after Jermaine left. You add oh, Randy to the group. We got Randy. Okay, and, and we're not like, even talking about Dynasty Janet. Victory Triumph. Uh, okay. Triumph. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Not the barge, but we're keeping the barge. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you said Randy. It's, I know. If I left out Randy, everything would be fine. Come on, because no, I thought it was like the, just the, the the body of their work, so including Janet. So I would, you know, but yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Fleetwood Mac or Tom Petty? Oh, I'm gonna go with Fleetwood. Okay. I'm gonna keep Fleetwood. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, Diddy or JD? Oh wow. I'm a, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep it with Puff. I'm a, I'm gonna rock with Puff. Okay. Armand Van Helden or Fatboy Slim? Yeah, um, Armand Van Helden. Yeah, keeping okay. him definitely. Okay. Supremes or Destiny's Child? Oh wow! Uh, I'm gonna have to keep Destiny because you know when they go solo, you got all the solo joints too, right? So yeah, yeah. All, all four members, all solo projects from all four members. Oh wow! You're taking it back to all four. <laughs> I was thinking just the three of them, but um. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yo, to be honest what's the, what's with the, you, don't matter. What's the fourth one's name? Yo, I forget her name. What's her See, name? There's so many other fourth ones. We did this. Know, there was, right? There's a few. It don't matter. There's only yeah. two there's three really different matter. fourth ones. One is Randy Jackson. I will of say course. That. Of course. <laughs> Which Randy Jackson are we talking about here? Semantics, semantics, semantics. Uh, let's go Dilla or Pete Rock? Oh, man. Dilla. Okay. Keeping Dilla, of course, yeah. The Who or Rolling Stones? Ooh. I'm going to keep Rolling Stones. Okay. Yeah. Music Soul Child or Dwelle? Mm, I'm going to keep Dwelle. Okay. Red Hot Chili Peppers or MGMT? Ooh. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Okay. Mace or Drew Hill? <laughs> um, man, I'm gonna keep Mace. I'm I'm, I'm okay. a bend and stretch for my man's Mace. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a good one. Yeah, we'll take Thank that. You. Uh, yeah. Nick, Nick appreciates that for sure. Um, Ashanti or Sierra? Oh, Ashanti, man. Yeah. Okay. Let's see here. Disclosure or Jamie XX? Hmm. I'm going to say Disclosure, too. Okay. Lauren Hill or Shaka Khan? 
Oh, shocker. Okay. Method Man or Red Man? Oh, man, meth. Meth, okay. Bye-bye. I love red too, man. Shit, but meth. Yeah, <laughs> meth. Okay. Ray Shremmerd or T.I.? <laughs> uh, I'm going to stick with, with Ray Shremmerd. Okay. <laughs> Cypress Hill or Public Enemy? Oh, wow. Cypress. Okay. Okay. Rick James or Childish Gambino? <laughs> uh, are we talking just about Childish Gambino as like an artist or like his whole embodiment, like with Atlanta and all that too? Nick says all of it goes, yeah. Okay, then Childish Gambino. Okay, Rick's got to go then? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you got to save Atlanta. You got to yeah. save Atlanta. <laughs> Beastie Boys or Run DMC? Run DMC. Okay. Steely Dan or Gangstar? Oh, wow. Gangstar is my favorite group of hip-hop group of all time, so Gangstar. Okay. Roots or N-E-R-D? Oh, man. Yeah, N-E-R-D. Okay. Queen or David Bowie? David Bowie. Clips or Mob Deep? Oh, man. I'm about to have to go with the mob for this one. Okay. Weekend or party next door? You already know party. Okay. <laughs> okay. Kendrick or J. Cole? Oh, goodness. Uh, I'm going to go with Kendrick. Drake or Dr. Dre? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to still ride with Drake, man. <laughs> Ooh, Dre, take a lap. Get out of here. I know. And, yo, and that's tough, man. That's tough because I love I love Dre. That's a Toronto ass question. I had to. Yeah, I had yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. You should have. Did you got to hit me with some Toronto ones? Oh, some Toronto. Some, some, some Toronto, some Toronto yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I'll have to. Nick, do a little number crunch. Doing a number crunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, hit uh, me with a couple uh, Toronto ones. We got. Uh, let's see, Brian Adams and <laughs> and uh... Uh, Sean Paul. Yeah, I love that. And Sean uh, Paul. <laughs> Yo, I, I don't know if that was supposed to be a Toronto one because Sean Paul was like kind of here at one point, like for a long time. But I'm going to go with Sean Paul just because, yeah. <laughs> that <Sean> is funny. <laughs> <laughs> big timers or yin yang twins? That's all I got. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, big, big timers, definitely. Okay. 3 6 Mafia or Wu Tang? Oh. I was I was ready to say three six, and then you said Wu Tang, which is my favorite group of all time. Oh mm. man! Woo! Mm. <sighs> He's on the fence. This is the only one that really broke my heart. To like, I'm gonna have to say Wu Tang. Yeah. <laughs> the most discouraged answer, uh, Wu Tang, I guess. Yeah. Uh, just my favorite group, Wu Tang Clan. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I guess. But three sixes, dog. I was gonna wear like a, a three six mafia hoodie for the Hell thing, yeah. but I, I didn't. It's a good thing I didn't wear it. I have to take it off. Let's... <laughs> Juicy J or Project Pat? Uh, why are you doing that again? Boom. Um. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna have to say Juicy. I'm gonna have to say juicy. Okay. That was yeah, terrible. That, 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 that really fucks things up for Drake without having Project Pad in existence. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, but juicy whole, too, man. Yeah, juicy yeah. too. You know what I mean? Yeah. That actually that fucks things up for a lot of rappers. Uh, juicy flow. really fucks things up for Wiz, though. 
yeah really you know, things up for weight <laughs> like the thing like, like juicy is like juicy to me just doesn't get the the props he deserves from from a producer standpoint obviously mm. from a rapper standpoint you know like he was putting scratches on records still even like within the last couple of years like Crazy. You know, this yeah, man, no, you know, he, he be cutting our records, you know, he, he DJs, he does all that. Like, Juicy is just... And just the, the influence... in general. You know, the, the three-six influence that mm-hmm. in rap music today, like, I put out a... I did a, a mixtape of Memphis rap and basically just bridging the gap between, like, classic Memphis stuff and then, like, people like Travis Scott, Drake, Cardi B, mm-hmm. et cetera, mm-hmm. who have sampled their stuff today just to show just the impact that three six has had right where you, you find that I mean? oh uh that, that mixtape is on my mix cloud um there was an actual cassette too the cassette sold out but um yeah yeah i feel like memphis right, rap right. or just i was gonna say southern rap but specifically like memphis yeah that sound <clears throat> doesn't get the respect i don't know why either but like it doesn't because get the respect that it, it deserves because people are automatically like going to put it to the 90s. People are automatically going to put it to the South. So they're going to automatically say, like, Houston, you know. Yeah. yeah. Atlanta, yeah. Houston. Even them, like, they're like, look, why like, is to me, like, influential, influential. Like Memphis, like, 3 6, like, mm-hmm. from like ASAP Mob to Raider Clan. Like, I first started to notice it about like 10 years ago, like, when ASAP and Raider Clan started to come on the scene. But then you have people like, you know, Drake used. A ton of Memphis samples. You, yeah. I mean, you got Project Pat on the album, but like on nonstop, there's like a Memphis sample. Travis right. Scott used some shit, like I said before. Uh, there's some on like the Don Tolliver album. There's like, like the, the influence is, is, is there, but a lot of people just aren't even like paying yeah, attention to it. it. Yeah. It's right under their nose, though. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I wonder like, if it's just because it's like the imagery of it, of like the Southern, like Deep South ass like david banner type imagery like we assume and then like mm-hmm. the themes aren't aren't serious it's like <laughs> like it's all you know party music for the most part unless it's like three six early stuff which is kind of dark yeah. yeah but like is it like is that what it is is that's why we're not taking it seriously because the themes of the music aren't really serious i just don't, I don't think know. anyone's really put it out there and said it like anyone with like a major wow. platform like i said like you know I, I put it out there i let people know i talk about mm-hmm. it all the time but i think until someone like and i mean you know drake kind of touches on drake it like, does I mean, it like, yeah you know, drake, yeah, drake definitely like, does I like you know i remember like the, the worst behavior video is down in memphis uh, yeah. and, you know, he really he really showcased them there but i still think it's one of those things that people aren't really gonna take in until like years later when you look back and be like yo this was you know like their influence everywhere yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm. Yeah. I'm still. I'm still standing behind the mindset of. I think once people see that it's Memphis, they're gonna be able to like. Oh, I didn't know that this was Memphis. I thought this was like Houston. I thought right. this was. Yeah, yeah. You know, some some uh, like Atlanta. You know, I thought this was like Miami shit. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I feel like I feel like um, there's a lot of dudes now too. Like you got like Duke Deuce and like uh, right. Key Glock and. Young Dolph, rest in peace, and all, all of them yeah, who, who, are, who are embodying that old sound, but like for today, because yo, I love like those Key Glock yo records. Gotti. You listen, yo, yeah, Yo yeah. Gotti, oh, Yo Gotti's like, yeah, he's been around from time too, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like people just don't really give it the respect it deserves yet. Yeah, right. Is it 
would we say that Three Six Mafia is underrated? Underappreciated, I'd say. Underappreciated for sure. Yeah. 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 I feel like I feel like there's still that discovery going to happen, like you guys said, where the younger generation, the TikTok generation. I mean, even people, you know, the the nostalgia around the Stay Fly video with, yeah. with the, the skull shirt, like that had its yeah. own whole fucking lifestyle, its own moment with, yeah. with Juicy J kind of at that at that point, Juicy J was on top. You know, there yeah. was like there was a, a good maybe six months where that was the biggest song in the United States, you know, yeah. in, in the club <clears throat> everywhere. I just don't think they're able to maintain that pop crossover kind of club rap you know or they yeah, were independent to. they were independent. independent which is the right those guys shit. are loaded yeah the thing is like yeah they have such a huge cult following and that's why i say underappreciated because underappreciated on a mainstream level but on an underground level anyone who's been up on that scene and, and everything like they're underground kings no pun intended to ugk but yeah. like they they really are you know what I mean? Like the cult following is crazy. Like the stuff, that old three six stuff. If you have like those old cassettes or vinyl or CDs, the resale on that is is ridiculous. Most like I got a few I of know. those joints, and it's just like, yeah, man, it's yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. And and I feel like I do feel that Project Pat's underrated. Like, oh hell yeah, I hell I, yeah. I, I feel like he has yet to get his flowers. And people are just now discovering him from knife talk and all of that. And it's like, <laughs> finally, like, you know, yeah. Project Pat's the dopest. And and his delivery is is in my top three of all time. Oh, you God. know, like him it. and Doom and like that shit is is just the epitome of of rap. In yes. my mind, it's like this is this is the dopest shit. But people don't know about Project Pat. Exactly. They don't, they don't know crazy. about Gangsta Boo, you know, like it's it's crazy, dog. Because like yeah, I think about Project Pat and Drake again. Like I think about that that Block Boy JB record, Look Alive. Yeah, and yeah. That, those opening bars is just Project Pat bars that Drake took. Yeah, right. And people don't know that, but yeah. yeah when crazy. people like when people started like bringing that to the light, I don't think people got to like how cool that was. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. Oh, those are Pat bars. Like that shit is cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, unless you were well, like a weirdo and got mad about it, but like yeah, obviously yeah. it's like paying homage. Like, yeah, I wonder if if there was that moment. I was just a little too young. I wonder if there was a backlash from Three Six Mafia fans when Stay Fly blew up, where they're like, "Oh God, these guys sold out. They're pop. They're glitz and glamour now with the music video and all that." Yeah, see, that, that's a good question. I feel like. I mean, I can't speak on it because I mean, you know, I wasn't, you know, in Memphis. I don't, I, you know, so I don't know how they felt down there. Um, I just remember, like, just as as a rap fan, just being happy for them and seeing, right. you know, because I feel like it just it it came so late in their career too, right? right? So you couldn't be anything but happy for them. It's fine. Like I felt like when they got the the Stay Fly and they got like the Oscar and when UGK started to get recognition from Big Pimpin', yeah. it was like just dope to kind of see these things finally happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. They had the MTV that, TV that show. album, most known on. Yeah, yeah, oh, you're right. I think I don't. I don't know. I never heard any like backlash, but obviously, like because of my age, I wasn't. The, I wasn't a teenager when the big stuff came out. You know. Yeah. Um. So like when still, well, I guess still fly is the big stuff, but I guess the stuff prior to that, 
like I was still watching, you know, um, sipping on scissor, but like music oh, hell videos. Yeah. Hell yeah. But like when Still Fly came out, that that album, Most Known Unknown, that was my senior year, and like that album is still very much a three six album, like. Mm-hmm. The album was fi- like still sounded like a three six album. It, it, the the sound didn't change. I think just that song because of the production just blew up. And yeah, I don't think it took away from like real fans. I don't, I don't think it was such a departure from their real sound that fans would be like, not, hey, not at all, not at all. I mean, you had April <clears throat> and them JG on there too. Like it was a real Memphis record. You had the the Willie Hutch sample, yeah, so yeah. it was just like. Anything that you loved about them was embodied in that song. It just happened to be the one that caught on. Mm-hmm. You know? I feel like if it was like a huge departure of their sound, yeah, then their fans would have been like, "Yo, what the fuck?" But yeah, I would have understood that. Yeah. yeah, which is crazy that 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 sample. Um, the on on a side note, the international players anthem sample, mm-hmm. Willie Hutch had been used for Project Pat yep. previously before that yeah. even blew up, and it's yeah. like, yo. Pat is the Osiris of this shit. Like, yeah, he already had that sample. He already put that record out, you know. And th- and then they made it international players anthem, which is arguably one of the greatest rap songs of all time. Yes, definitely. I heard there was like I forgot who it was. Somebody was telling a story like Scarface was on international players anthem originally. Oh wow! And. <clears throat> Like something happened where he like wasn't like somebody else was on. I think it was Scarface. I'm probably gonna get corrected, but it was some other huge like southern rapper that like I'm like, whoa, what the fuck would that have been? Um, but because of scheduling and label stuff, like they had to move pieces around and UGK ended up replacing whoever that person was and just the stars hey, aligned. Yeah, it worked out. Or three it was three six. Three six was supposed to be on international players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause well, cause that's yeah, what it was. Right, because like you said, it was it was a it was a pad joint that they produced, right? And mm-hmm. yeah, they were originally supposed to be on there, but then it didn't work out, so they just yeah, UGK. That's what it was. It wasn't Scott. It was three six. Yeah. And then you imagine got Outcast the on of, that. Yeah. Imagine Outcast and three six on that song instead. Like, I won't say better or worse. Just would have been cool to see to hear both versions. Yeah. Right. It would it would have been completely different. Like, yeah. Well, let me ask you this: What's your favorite verse on that song? Oh, Pimp C. Yeah. You say Pimp C. Man, Mm. I... There's something to me that leads me to go Andre just based upon the intro. And you're just... It's just off-the-wall delivery. Just the whole track, the way it starts, the way Uh, he comes in, it's, it's just like, this is not rap as we know it. It's 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 way different andre is yeah. just on another planet so when he raps it's like he like when a question like what your favorite so. verse comes up i don't even like my mind doesn't think andre because it's like the league is different <laughs> you know what I'm right right yeah like the the mickey answer is like of course andre but like yeah to, to yeah. open up with the line so i type a text to a girl no drums or is, whatever yeah bizarro shit you're you know you're like yeah no drums and then they come in like he's he's sitting there in the booth he's like all right hold the drums hold the drums all right now bring it in and it's like <laughs> and, and, and it's perfection because it's just like to me the way that the drums drop just 
do so much for his verse and then just do so much for for pimp c's verse right it was just like it's like the perfect contrast between the two yeah right yeah 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 let me ask that is such good juxtaposition on that song that's great since we have you here jay let me ask you who had the best verse on mercy from kanye i don't even remember everyone's verses on it other than the the, who's first big sean uh big sean kanye push and two chains dog i do not remember anybody's verse no on shit. that song okay I, I would need to like i think if i heard it again i'd be like oh yeah okay okay sure, sure. the only one that i can i can only think of is is the big sean to drop it to the to the floor make that ass shake yeah um revisit it and we'll put it in the notes underneath the episode the the verse that you think is the best okay well i feel like you're asking me because you you have a uh a, a theory on this or you have a thought on this i always ask the homies this one because i'm yeah. always curious to see what people say and trav is trav had to take a call but he he and i have have pondered this quite a bit as far as a posse cut for good music yeah it's up there as yeah. as far as like some of the dopest shit visually the four that they chose yeah. the release of that like it's yeah. it's it's tough and and it was just a time and a place kind of thing yeah where definitely it was like we're not going to get that that version of any of those four people ever again yeah i mean that's that's just the beauty of music right like right right i was talking to uh the artists that i work with and just talking about how like you know when, when we record songs it's like you know a photograph a photograph is just you know snapshot literally yeah. in, in that moment in time you, you know you might never look like that again you're never going to be that age again or whatever whatever right? right so like it's so dope when you think of that like song wise where you're never going to have those four artists like you said in that stage of their career at that yeah. point ever again yeah so it, it's it's magical like that yeah it's it's crazy even even uh you know thinking back to to duffel bag boy with two yes. chain, two chains on that where yeah, you're yeah. like this is one of two chains greatest verses of all time and this is a player's uh a player's cut yeah the player circle right player circle yeah yeah it's crazy it's crazy yeah. That's shit man that man deserves his flowers he's yeah like when i think of like um there's two people who come to mind in the last 10 years who really kind of just resurged. We mentioned Juicy already. And then um, Two Chains, like yeah. just to, to have a revamp in your career. And I mean, like Juicy already had like a crazy career before that, but Two Chains was still, you know, in player circle, didn't have a solo identity. So for him to right. do what he did and then go solo like he has, I always love those kind of stories. Yeah. And, and, I, and a rebrand of ages. Like talk yes. about a rebrand in rap actually working. Yes. When, when there's so many people that change their name or that go by a different alias and it just yeah. falls flat. Yeah. yeah. And I love the fact that they're older too. You know what I mean? It wasn't like he was just like 21, 22. Like, you know, these guys are, I think two chains is what probably in his early forties now. Yeah. Um, but I think, and I think that's important to see because we see so many people, you know, rap is always considered such a young boy game. And I get that, but I, you know, We've been in hip hop has been around thirty plus years now. Like there are going to be skill doesn't leave. Yeah, exactly. Not like sports. Yeah, I mean it it, it leaves some people. (laughs) It does leave some people. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you got to remain cool. You have to age gracefully. Yeah. And if your cool leaves, 
you're not going to be listened to. That's the one thing about <laughs> like you have to age gracefully, I think, because we always, yeah. you know, the comparison is always with rock music, but rock is such an older genre. Yeah. As far as like pop music goes. And so when they age, like their fans stick around, they still yeah. listen to their stuff. And um, I, I think I've always wondered why that doesn't really happen in rap, but rap is so much younger. Yeah. Exactly. Now we do have those rappers that are in their 40s or 50s. And aging gracefully, because we've, we've had them from before, but I felt like... They didn't age gracefully. They tried to stay young and keep their I think image. A lot of, yeah, like a lot of our heroes from the 90s didn't do a great job for whatever reason in terms of like that revamp. You know what I mean? Some some guys mm -hmm. have, you know, like I think guys like Matt Davis have really done well. Um, and you know, a few others. Pete. But then it's, yeah. yeah. Oh, no, yeah. That's yeah. obviously Jay Z. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, yeah, there, there's, there's definitely there's tons. But then there's also a lot where it's just like, damn. Man, most like, of them. Those are, those are few. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think it's not that's easy. because I think it's because they didn't have examples to go off of. Yeah. There was no template. They were creating the template. We had a yeah. lot of examples of what not to do because I'm not going to believe you when you've had multiple successful albums and you turn into, and now you're still the rapper from your twenties talking about struggle or, you know, street shit. When I know you aren't doing that anymore, you're making your music off rap, right. yeah. your money off rap. So. Oh, wait, like, E40 is another one, you know, who's, E40 is you know, another one. Just, yeah. You know, right. he aged gracefully and still like maintained his image yeah. without it like <laughs> growing old and tired. Yeah. So I think I now think, we'll see more. And I think too, get, getting like the right, just working with the right artists, not hopping on trends, getting production that doesn't sound dated, you know, just keeping, keep, just keeping yourself fresh. You know what I mean? Pharrell is another one. I mean, you know, there's tons of people. Yeah. yeah. But, um, you know, we can talk about the ones who haven't done it well, but there's, there, there's been a bunch who have done it well. And, I, I look up to them because I, you know, it's all about, to me, longevity and having a career, you know, not just being hot before the year or whatever. Right. So right. it's cool to see. It's cool to see. Now we're at a time where we we're starting to see that it's cool to be yes. a fan of rap and see the people that you liked as a teenager still make music and yeah. still be dope. Even, yeah. even in DJ shit, though, too. We should tie yep, this definitely. into DJ shit like, man. Now that we can see some of these people growing through their 50s and still smoking it, shout out to a friend of mine, Derek Carter, who, you know, is aging the absolute best, ripping clubs every single week. It's so good to see these, these titans that have been killing it for 20 years, over 20 mm. years, 25, mm -hmm. 30, you know, and you're just like, you've been hot for a minute and you still can rip a crowd of 21, 25 year olds that are there just to see whatever deep house trend is going on or whatever house music trend, you know? I think that's important to see as, as a young DJ too. And just as a young artist, because we just, you know, again, we hear so much about like, you know, just being young and this and that and people are just falling off. But a lot of people are aging gracefully. And I think it's important for us to uplift them and, and show people like, yo, you know, this is the standard and this is what you can do too if you have a, you know, if you approach the game the right way. hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. I think it's, it's really easy to like, as an, as a DJ that's getting older to look and be like, yo, so where am I going with this? What do I got to do to stay on? Yeah. Cause you see yeah. these kids and they're fucking doing backflips off tables and yada, yada. <laughs> and like right. nothing against that. Like, I'm not going to sit here and shit on 
younger DJs for like being excited and dancing and putting their hands up. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, as long as you're still DJing, who cares? If right. that comes with it, great. Like the crowd loves it. But, you know, being, I don't know, however old plus, you're, at a certain point, you're going to look at that and be like, I, I just, I'm going to look silly if I do that. Yeah. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? It's try hard. So, how do I do this? Maintain, be able to still rock a crowd without being corny. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's, you know, it still works. Like people will still enjoy it. The skills pay the bills at the end of the day. And the extra shit is just <laughs> on top of it, it's just cherries and sprinkles and toppings. As long as you got the skill set and you're not a scrub, you'll be good forever. Yeah. And I think, you know, it's just like you guys said, like finding your place in the aging grace thing and finding your place. Um, so everything that we're saying now is making me think of like TikTok and think of thinking about like how like a lot of the older DJs have been hesitant to to get on TikTok and, and explore it. And I think and I and I was like that too. I was very hesitant at first. But I think me taking the time to, to watch and kind of see where I fit in. Mm-hmm. So I'm not on TikTok dancing or doing whatever. And if you want to dance on there, cool. Yeah. But like that just you know, that just wasn't me. But I found a lane for myself on there. And I think that goes for anybody or just find a lane for yourself. It's a good way for you to connect with people, whether it be TikTok or whatever else. And you can yes. do it without doing the cornball shit. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You do you know it I mean? so well. I'm so glad you brought that up because I did want to talk about that. Um, yeah, I see wanna... you on there. I see, I see you posting records. Getting, getting I'm, in I'm on here now. I'm, I'm right there with you where you said, this is the last thing I want to do. The yeah. Literally the last <laughs> thing I want to do is add more social media to my life. Trust more me. clutter, yeah. more distraction. Uh, I got Neek on board. Neek's posting samples and records now. I do want to tell everyone listening, go follow Big Jacks on TikTok. This is going to be my first TikTok promo that we do on here. <laughs> um, uh, Jax goes into the deeper dive of the sample and you're candid. You're like, yo, I don't really fuck with this song, but then I did the research <laughs> and I went through this and I, I can appreciate you can find the joy in all of this shit. You can learn something immediately from the music. And yeah. you found your way yes. to, to make it your own. And then that's what I'm saying, right? Because I was watching people's TikToks and I'm seeing what's going viral or what people are going nuts over. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm like, I could do that and I could do it better. I could do it differently. Yeah. So I just did it and I did it in my fashion. And that's what I would tell to anybody. It's just like, do it, just do it how you do it. Don't feel like you got to go on there and follow any trends or whatever is right. hype. Right. Cause if you do that, then you're going to. You're just going to you know. fall into the ether. Yeah. yeah. I'm just motherfuckers yeah. doing what's hype. Yeah. 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 But it's, it's a powerful tool, man. I mean, how how you been liking it so far since you've been on there? So, so I'm having a blast with it. I've kind of been keeping Neek updated so I post the same thing on Instagram and TikTok every day yeah, yeah. at the same time and monitor how my reels doing and how my TikTok is doing. Yeah. Some are a little bit more, some are a little bit less. They're completely different crowds though. Yeah. That, that, that too. Right. And I think that's important for people to remember that every platforms satisfies different viewers and audiences. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it's, yeah, it's interesting. It's, it's almost to the point, and you guys can all correct me if I'm wrong. Facebook is considered for very old people. <laughs> Instagram is considered for old people, not very old. And now uh, young people are TikTok. Like, well, where, where's, where's Twitter at? 
business professional and other. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. It's uh, it's somewhere in between. I feel like I feel like um, there's not as no many... man's land because everybody still uses. Twitter. Yeah. No I, no, I feel like people either you either like use Twitter still, or you're like, oh, people still use that. Like it's it's yes. like one or the other. Yeah. And to yeah. me, Twitter Twitter's my favorite personally. Right. Um, Same. It's it's weird because like there's some stuff that I'll post on TikTok that won't really hit on TikTok and then I'll post it on Twitter and it'll go crazy on Twitter too. So like there's that as yeah. well. Yeah. It, yeah. Twitter's it's, the best. Yeah. I mean, it I is. you can I can tell these guys would both give a testimonial for Twitter. New I've new gone, Twitter guys. New Twitter guys. I was a Twitter guy back in like high school. Yeah. But then when Facebook happened, it was kind of the same thing. Like, because Twitter was, I mean, Facebook was a platform where you could just write out a thought and let it go. Yeah. And I would kind of do both. And then I was like, I'm just going to use Facebook because at the time everybody was like, the focus was there. So I really did away with Twitter forever. And now I'm back on Twitter and I'm like, oh, this is great. There's a whole new community. It's like, it's it's amazing. I, I feel like, and I feel like maybe at the time that you were first on there, like Twitter started out as one thing and it became something totally because I yeah. didn't expect it to like I, I I didn't understand Twitter when I first got on there. I'm like, okay, what is this? I don't get it. And Just then I started, shit. yeah, like it started, it started to click, and then I started to see like the different cultures and like the Twitter jokes, Black Twitter, all yeah. that stuff. It was just like, okay, I get it now, yo. I love like t- I always tell people like Twitter is like you got to be like you know Instagram. You got to be pretty and got the face. I ain't got the Instagram face, but you got the the, the Twitter like Twitter. You just gotta be smart too, man. Like you know, Witty. you gotta you got the witty, personality. Clever. Yeah, and then you yeah. kind of got to build just like on TikTok. Your your you got to kind of create your niche by who you follow and what you engage with, and then at a certain point you realize your feed is kind of curated to your interests. Yeah, I, I do. I do find that Twitter at this point though is really hard to grow. Like if if you're just coming on Twitter now, and you want to grow your following on there, like. Tough. I remember one of the homies, I think Flip Out said it, how he's been on Twitter for like years and like he's had 10,000 followers for like a, the entire time. It's like everyone is kind of <laughs> stuck at whatever number they have now. It's not like, you yeah. know, TikTok, no, you know, TikTok right now, like the numbers, you know, the algorithm and like the way people are like on there, it's crazy. But Twitter would be like, you'd be going viral every week and then get like one follower. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 That's right. True. It's, you know I mean? it's great, yeah. man. Like I, I sent it to Neek the other day. I made a, a tweet about Tom Tom Club and yeah. Chris, Chris France from Tom Tom Club, one of the founding members, liked it on Twitter. And it's actually him using the account. I'm like, this would never happen, maybe on Instagram, but never on TikTok and definitely never on Facebook. Like to oh. me, to me, <laughs> Facebook is is the last avenue where you push out like any information of the project you need to. You're like it's essentially going to a phone booth and dialing up and calling someone on the other end and being like, Hey, I'm DJing at so-and-so tonight. And they'll be like, okay, cool. I forgot. Yeah. I still have this phone, you know, yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. that, that kind of thing. Um, it's like a house phone of sorts, but cause it's all old people. And, and as the trend shift and everything, <laughs> and even on, on Instagram, the net has gone down. The algorithm doesn't want you to see, nearly as much as you were a year ago nearly yeah. as much as you were five years ago yeah so you're like you're going narrow and narrow. the algorithm doesn't even want me to see my friends on instagram it's, like, it's call, true 
Colin stuff never pops up on my algorithm, <laughs> but Neek stuff does. Crazy, yeah, but Colin stuff never does. Crazy. It's weird, man. And then when you go on there, it's everyone just posting TikToks or old tweets. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's an aggregator. That's all it, it is. is. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's yeah, it's tough, man. I think Twitter gets the jokes first, and then Instagram a week later is like, "Yo, did y'all see that Will Smith uh, slapped Chris Rock?" Oh, like, see, get see, out of that, here. That's what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying because like people, are, the people who are like, "Oh, you still use Twitter?" I'm like, dog. That's where all the jokes come from. All the jokes that you're laughing at on Instagram, <laughs> right. like that's that's the Twitter that's is starts. the mecca. It's the birthplace. You know, it's it the is. Bronx. Yeah, yeah. Social media, the Bronx. Bronx. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this weekend, Instagram is gonna find out that Dave Chappelle uh, got rushed on stage. Last oh, what night. is yeah. it? They'll, they'll, yeah. Somebody will be like, "Yo, did y'all hear about Dave Chappelle?" Be like, that's a month old. I heard about it yeah. on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. It's true. It, it's crazy how how shit moves from from platform to platform um two more questions for the lightning round and we just have to ask them and then we have to talk about some dj stuff as this is a dj podcast i guess um (laughs) (laughs) number one uh sade or Aaliyah? Ooh, ooh, Aaliyah. okay okay and number two we ask this every single episode we end every lightning round with this Outcast or Hall and Oates? Oh man. <laughs> Outcast. Okay. That, that's tough, man, because I've been going hard on my, my blue eyed soul and my yacht rock lately. But yeah. Outcast. Yeah. Same with Travis. Travis went down the documentary rabbit hole. The what was it, Travis? The yacht rock documentary? Yacht rock doc. Yeah, it was beautiful. It was Wait, beautiful. is it the, is it like the real doc or is it the, the spoof one that, that's the, been on YouTube? The spoof. Oh, y'all love that one. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> who, who put us on to that? Graham? I think Graham. T- it was uh, Graham. Graham Funky. Shout out to him. He talked yeah. about that. Uh, yeah, the um, the the Warren G episode is my favorite one. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I haven't gotten yeah. to that one yet. Yeah. I, I stopped. I stopped at the Michael Jackson uh, Human Nature. I mean, Eddie Van Halen was mad at Mike for for going smooth. <laughs> yeah so good uh everyone needs to rewatch that that way you'll be caught up next time we talk about it which is there you go. most likely the next episode we've been we've been dialing into that a lot um I forgot we were still in the lightning round. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no, I, no that's, yeah. <laughs> I took I a had, step. Like, what? I, I had, stepped uh, away. I took a phone call. Yeah, I have to have the referee whistle. I got to make sure we ask the Hall Notes question. True. <laughs> Someone, someone's got to do it. Um. Is let me ask this: Is Big Jacks a DJ first, a producer first? I know Big Jacks is a lover of music. If you had to yeah. describe yourself, would you say you are a producer followed by DJ, or the other way around? I guess I would say a DJ first because that—that's literally what I was doing first um, yeah. when I first you know, got into music. Well, when I first like when I was a kid, it was like DJing and rapping, but then I started just going towards. DJing and but even when even though when I was young though even even though I was DJing I still loved like the producers though so even though it was like I'm a DJ first a lot of my DJ influences are more on the production side than like straight up the DJ side right was your interest in production based upon 
sounds you were hearing and you wanted to create something? Was there a void? Is that why you started making music? I think it was just like something that always just kind of came to me. You know what I mean? Like I just, like I said, I used to rap. So, you know, I used to write as a kid and do all that stuff. And I stopped doing that for years, but I never stopped. Even though I stopped, I still never stopped doing stuff in my head. You know what I mean? So I'd still be writing. And then it got to a point where I just started to, things were just coming to me. I'd hear melodies and I'd start singing along to them and shit. Yeah. I'm like, well, I've already written lyrics before. Let me just, you know, mesh the two. So it was just like a natural thing. It wasn't even like, like, because I felt like, yo, I need to make music. It just, it's one of those things that you just can't deny. You know what right. I mean? Like just when you're drawn to something, it was just like, yo, this is, this speaks to me. Right. What were your influences growing up? Uh, in terms, just like music influences yeah. and just everything. Um, man, well, yeah, Wu Tang definitely like you know hip hop wise, um, you know I mean I would hear like a lot of just yeah just like yeah just, just a, lot, a lot of hip hop and R and B but um, you know my parents you know my dad he was from the Caribbean so like just you know like a lot of calypso and soca sure. you know you just you'd hear you know there's such a, a big Caribbean community here so you just hear a lot of soca reggae calypso all that too you know you can't really deny that but. Yeah. Are you you're born and raised in Toronto, or you moved there? Oh uh, yeah, born and raised here, and then my my parents were originally from from the islands. So, yeah. Growing up in that scene, who were the big players? Like, who were the people that you looked to to be <clears throat> like, this person's doing it, and I can do it too. Yeah, uh, DJ wise, uh, Mastermind was, was huge. He's like, does any any DJ around my age who was coming up? He was like the guy. Like he had. The, the big hip hop show and he had a hip hop show on commercial radio. So you would listen to him every, every week just to hear the new stuff uh, starting from scratch uh, who's still doing his thing, you know, and I, I love, I love the fact that scratch since like, since the pandemic, even like with, with Twitch and everything, he hopped on Twitch and started to get a whole new audience of people who started to like tap into what he's been doing, but he's been doing it for years in Toronto. Right. So like guys like that, guys like uh, baby blue sound crew, these are all just like big names in, in Toronto. And did you use Twitch during the pandemic? I didn't really actually at the time. Like, uh, I love Twitch. I think it's great. Yeah. I just didn't focus my attention into it because it was just like, that's a whole new like thing to learn and invest in. And so I decided to just start to really invest and put my time and effort towards making music. So I just really focused on that more. But I mean, I've streamed here and there. Like I did... um. I uh, did some streams with, with Bastard for, for his barbecue and just with a few other homies, did some like Serato stuff. So, yeah. Right. No, that's, that's fucking dope. And, and I was looking at your output creatively. <clears throat> yeah. So many productions that you've been working on. Yeah. Uh, you've been working with, I don't want to say the name wrong. Uh, what is, you just put it up on your <clears throat> band camp. Uh, there was a record that was out. Oh, yeah, Angela Apigo. Angela Apigo, yeah. Yes, Can you yeah, tell yeah. us about that project? Yeah, so Angela is a singer from here, and we connected a few years back just randomly, just organically, just, and that's really how I like to do it. Yeah. And uh, at the time, I wasn't making music. I, I had been making remixes and edits for, like, a long time, and at that time, I started to kind of scale back on them. I was doing more, like, just, like, just mixtapes, but, like, my remixes and edits, I kind of scaled back. Yeah. But I had I, I had ideas for, you know, original music. I just didn't have any artists to work with. And then she approached me and we just started talking. And like I said, it, 
organically connected. And I sent her some tracks and she wrote to them. The first one was Higher, which is the first single that we put out together. And then, um, yeah, we just started working on stuff. We worked on a whole EP together too, which is what just uh, came out on vinyl. Yeah. And um, yeah, man, it's been, it's been an, an interesting process and shout out to the homie Cut Corners because he's helped me a lot with that too. And like, we've, we've done some stuff together from before that too. So, yeah. yeah. Man, that, uh, and Cut Corners is a uh, Serato uh, yes. gu- guru as well. He's a, yes, yes. Guys, don't don't DM, don't message him on Twitter either about Serato <laughs> issues. I I saw everyone's like, "Hey, uh, cut corners. Can you help me with this? Can you help me with like, just go through Serato first. Duh, then... we were. I had a studio session with him on Friday, and people were FaceTiming him the whole time. <laughs> and he's like, "Yo, this is my life." And um, I do my best. Like, I unless I absolutely have to, I never ask him. Right. If I if I can avoid it. Right. Yeah. But he's, hey, you know what? Shout to Maddie. He's a great dude. He's always open and willing to help people out, especially like, you know, just anyone who needs that. So, For sure. yeah. It's tough being so good at something or having your job be something that yeah. everyone is always having some sort of fit with. Like, yeah. even last night, I, so I've been playing at uh, my Tuesday residency um, it's no secret that there is an equipment shortage universally right now. If you have a, a mixer, if you have good gear, cherish it, hold on to it, take care of it, because a lot of these places are backlogged trying to get mixers and stuff like that. Um, we're in the process of re- replacing an S9 in this in the club that I play at on Tuesdays. We have five S9s that are not working. Wow. And, and we have one that is a rental right now where the queue does not work. One of the queues does not work. And I'm having dropouts. I'm having four dropouts where the mixer just freezes and, oh, and drops the audio. And it's not a computer issue. So there's those moments where it's like, it's so easy to get a hold of somebody and be like, hey, I have an issue, a question about this or issue about that. But with this Serato shit and this tech shit, and it's only getting more difficult. Nick and I talked about that the other day. <laughs> yeah. Technology, and I think we even mentioned it on the podcast, you are you You're are at the mercy of the technology. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. I, I mean, like that, that sounds like a firmware update. But And we just did that, which is the crazy. I had the issue after the update. Oh, great. Which, <laughs> which is the, the craziest shit. So, um, but you know, no matter how good of a DJ you are, nothing can prepare you in coolness, in cool points or whatever, <laughs> the moment your audio drops out in your Serato. Yeah, really, you're just, all you can do is be ready to put music on quickly. Mm-hmm. That's, right. That's, right. that's the prepared part of being a DJ is like, oh, the mixer fucking dropped out. Good thing I had a flash ready to go. Like it. Right, right. You still lost the music, like it, it, yeah, there's, yeah. And, you're at the mercy and, of the technology, absolutely. And and, it's not your fault. It just yeah. And and shout out, shout out to uh, to the Serato people and <clears throat> since you mentioned it because shit's not easy sometimes. And and we talked this about it before. And uh, no matter how good of a DJ you are, you're always going to run into some tech issues. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you about your workflow, your production workflow, your DJ workflow. What does an average day look like to you 
when you're working on a song and when you have to DJ? What's your kind of your weekly look like? Yeah, see, like working on songs is, is weird for me because like it usually just if I'm writing the song, like like writing like like the lyrics and stuff like that, a lot of times it comes to me at the worst time. Mm-hmm. Of like you might you know it might come in the shower if it comes in the shower that's cool or if I'm like going for like a walk. But sometimes it will come like if I'm like in the middle of something and like I can't get it out of my head until I start to like get the ideas down. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm grateful. Whenever I get hit with that, that like, you know, the creative uh, ideas, I'll yeah. just kind of get into it. But um, it's not like I'll, I don't necessarily be like, okay, you know what, let me sit down and write some songs today. It's more about kind of when it, it hits me or if I work on something more so. I'll sit down and work on stuff if I get like some some samples to go through and I'll go through samples and I'll work on some ideas for that. And then as I'm working on it, it might be like, oh shit, you know what? Some of the, the, the melodies hit me though, the lyrics are hitting me and then I kind of work. Um, when it comes to like working on like DJ stuff and like mixtapes and stuff, I mean, I spend a lot of time on them. Like, I mean, I made a, a million mixtapes, but like when I consider like the ones that I've done, like like the Big Jacks Presents tape, so it's like the Memphis one I mentioned, I have one called OG Recipe, which is all like original samples. I spend a lot of time, like, you know, the Memphis one, I spent a lot of time doing research. You know, like the, the amount of research that goes into like the stuff that, that I that I personally do, like my own personal projects is, is quite a bit. Yeah. And it can be, you know, like, you know, stay up to like five or six in the morning. It's not always like that, but like if, when, when I get engulfed in an idea, I'll like, I'll go all in. Yeah. A yeah. lot of, a lot of reading, a lot of listening, going through. Yeah. Just, listening, yeah. reading, just connecting dots, learning about, stay learning about, oh, you know, this is connected to this, you know, this sample, this, this, just, just, just research, man. I think that's so slept on. And, yeah. and I, I, I want to give you your flowers for that. I think oh, thank you, a bro. lot of days now people will go to the record pool and be like, okay, this is what I have. These are the colors I have in my palette right now. Yeah, and this yeah. is what I'm going to paint with tonight. And, it's and, like, and that's cool. And that's cool. Sure. I mean, there's, there's art to that as well. And I mean, I, and I've done that. Like certain right. mixes where like, I just kind of tap into that. Right. Um, you know, I might just tap into the pools or whatever, whatever. But like, again, like when it comes to my own personal, like if it says Big Jacks Presents, if it has my logo on it. Yeah. Um, where, you know, and something I put out on cassette or yeah. whatever, like I, I'll go that extra mile. And so I'll do like I'll I'll do my best to make sure I cover all the points. So yeah. it's like I didn't, you know, I can't do everything, but I'm gonna do my best to do it as much as I can. Yeah, I think that's dope. And have correct me if I'm wrong. Have you been on a city pop kick lately? I saw you posting a little bit. Oh, uh, I mean, not even lately. It's, it's been it's been for for a minute. Um, yeah. you know, I've been out to Japan a couple times. So like. I, I was already familiar with stuff from before that, but then going out there and having a, a homie out there, shout out to my, my dude Suji out there, who took us around and showed us stuff, put us on stuff. Shout out to him, shout out to my homie Matoya out there, who's like a big, just Japanese, great DJ and just like a dope dude who knows his stuff. And he puts me on the, the hella shit. So like, yeah, I've been, yeah. I mean, the city pop stuff has been, and it's been crazy. Like, are y'all tapped into it at all? Like kind of familiar with yeah. stuff? Yeah, right. A little bit. Nick is the Nick is our our city pop uh, affiliate. Yeah, and it's cool seeing like seeing like the weekend use um the the Tomoko Oran record for Out of Time, and then it's just seeing like I'm I, I was wondering to see if like from that record if more mainstream artists are going to start tapping into 
city pop stuff. Yeah. So we'll see. It's crazy to see like a, a huge artist like that using it. Yeah. Um, I know, I think it was last year, the year before, like, you know, like, you know, lower, like under underground artists, I guess we'll call them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Benny Sings put out the City Pop album. Okay. On uh, I know there was um, that Genevieve record, Baby Powder. Baby is, Powder. Uh, the, the, the Henri sample. That sounds um, so good. So good. I love that, yeah. Like I remember I wanted to use that sample because I, I I had bought the record. I thought about Eric Robertson with yeah. the uh, Ayako. Yeah. I beat yeah. the shit out of that Genevieve oh record. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. played I that, that so Genevieve. many times. So yeah. It's I love cool that to shit. see like influences in pop music now being used on it, which is crazy because to me, like when it blew up City yeah. Pop, <clears throat> like for the heads, that was a minute ago. Like the, yeah. the big boom was probably like five, six years ago. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like when I first started tapping in, like, like really tapping in, like I had bought records like 10, at least 10 years ago, but I wasn't really like really paying attention. Then I started to pay attention. This is before it really, really, really took off. But in the last couple of years, especially when people got familiar with uh, Plastic Love, mm-hmm. the, the Maria Takuchi, um, that it's crazy because there's that one YouTube of the song and it's re- repeated for how many hours? It's repeated for like... It's like 10 <laughs> hours of plastic. Some, some, yeah. some, some stupid, right? <laughs> and even the very, very, very first TikTok that I posted, I did a blend of Mariah Carey and with Plastic Love. And that was like a social experiment because I'm like, okay, well, Mariah's popular or at least known. She's, you know, she's a big diva. City Pop is big, especially Plastic Love. Let me do a blend with this and throw it on TikTok and see how it does. And that shit had like, you know, 15,000 views, you know, within the first day. And I never got that kind of numbers on anything like in that period of time. So that was interesting to see. And then I've, I've posted a few City Pop things on TikTok and they've all done really well. So, yeah. It's I cool. love that there's a niche market for that too. Like yeah. as, as far obscure as you want to get now, it's not obscure. You know, it's there's, not. there's a huge fan base for for everything. Like, you know, I was we were on there the other day. I was showing Neek some stuff. People that just want to talk about the Beatles. People our age that are yeah. thrilled to talk to you about anything about the Beatles. Yeah. It's like my biggest holdup, and I tweeted it out. I was on the fence for a while with joining TikTok because I didn't want the food pictures. I didn't want the yeah. dances. Yeah. I didn't want the X, Y, and Z, the, the, the makeup tutorials, all the additional stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that, do- that doesn't apply to me that I have yeah. no, you know, and there's a realm for that. It's its own world. Now that I'm in it after two weeks, I'm surrounded by people that love music you more than myself. Yeah. Yeah. Like someone that absolutely is obsessed with music. It's just the tip of the iceberg yeah. for how excited people are to share their music. It's yeah. yeah, you're right, man. And it's, it's wild to see that. And I think it's, it's it's super cool, and once you find your your lane on there, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it's interesting. That's that's a good thing that's come from music being so accessible, you know, with, yes. with Spotify yeah. and everything like that. It's yeah, it's crazy, man. And yeah, it's crazy just seeing. Yeah, I, I think when you post stuff on there and it organically can just go viral instead of you know because you know there's a lot of people doing whatever doing the most to go viral, right. but when it happens like organically it's it's a cool thing to see man yeah it's really cool yeah yeah 
and I have to shout you out for your blends too. I play uh, your blends and edits. I play mysterious vibes just about every damn night. You made that a minute oh, ago. Oh, thank you, man. You know what's yeah. funny? Because I like when people like say the the, the non common stuff. You know what I mean? Because like you know, there, there's a few that people really like, but then you know, I didn't expect you to say mysterious vibes. So <laughs> yeah, you know, I, yeah, yeah. I appreciate is, that, man. Is there a place where people can get all your blends and edits? You have them up. Uh, not not really these days no. man like i mean if, if people want anything i have stuff in the dropbox so sure. like i can just like you know they they just hit me on instagram or whatever yeah i'm gonna need that yeah 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 you gonna see the dm for me the folder yeah i mean because even like i have a few things on Bandcamp, but i really want to keep my Bandcamp to like the original music i don't really mm-hmm. want to there, there's going to be a few things on there mm-hmm. but i don't really want to Cause you know they've been clamping down on Bandcamp, right? Crazy, right. yeah. We have a couple housekeeping questions that we have to ask, and then we okay. will we will send you on your way. I know we're taking up your time today, but Yo, look, look, hold on, hold on, hold on. Look, we 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 here talking about music. We nerding out. I, I love it. You know what I mean? So don't <laughs> even. It's not even taking up my time. I'm I'm, I'm honored to be here, man. Appreciate you, yeah. much appreciated. Yeah, Nico. So, what we do around here, yeah, I around like these up, parts, around these parts, I like to set my right friends here. up. Normandy, <laughs> sorry, I, I was about to I'll get be. into my Friday. <laughs> I call like this my little twenty twenty twenty. Sorry, I like to set my friends up with endorsement deals to fast food establishments. A la Bad Bunny, Travis Scott, and artists of the like. What is the Big Jack's meal and where is it? Wow, okay. Actually, this is going to be real interesting. Because I'm interested in, in this one because you're in Canada. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So here's, yeah. here's the rule. Okay. Don't hit me with no mom and pops. This is a commercial okay. endeavor. Okay. We're okay. looking for big So you can say here. Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons will win. <laughs> if you hit me with the Tim Hortons, I'll take Tim it. Tim Hortons gets a pass, yeah. Yeah. Right? Get, get, get my Tim Beebs on, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Do you guys have Tim Hortons in, in nope. Portland? No. no. Okay. Because, I, I, I mean, I've seen it, like, in a few U.S. cities. Yeah. So um, yeah, I wasn't sure if it made it down to you guys yet. I okay. can see it being important, though. Oh, yeah. 100%. We have all these little mom-and-pop coffee shops. We right. have all the little bikini coffee shops because, you yeah. know, strippers live here in Portland, so. Oh, dog, l- listen. The first time I went to Portland, <laughs> I went to I went to Mary's. Okay. Shout out, yeah. Shout, Shout out, out. Yep. I went to, um, I went to the, name some other ones. Casa I went Diablo. To, I went Sassies, to Casa Diablo. Acropolis, I went, then. Oh, sorry, um, sorry. What was the last one? Acropolis. Acropolis. Yeah, Acropolis. yeah that, that's that's a steakhouse, right? Yeah. That's a steakhouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I go to? I went to Casa Diablo. I went to Acropolis, I think, and I went to Mary's. I definitely did the, my my tour. That, that's when good. I was out there. Folks, yeah. big, big, for the record, run. for the record, Big Jacks is a patron of the arts, a fan of the yeah. dance. Yes, of course, of course. Yes. He he, lo- he loves the performing arts. I love that. That's, That's great. Got to support the independent workers. You got it. Is that how Toronto is, or is it no <laughs> fucking way? Not even close. Uh, I mean, like, here's the thing: like, in Canada in general, like the strip clubs here are just not like America. Right. Like, I remember going to um, King and Diamonds my first time, and just like it just felt like a rap video. You know, I, have y'all been to KOD before? I haven't. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's it's 
Yeah, it's 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 wild. Just, just, there's just money all over the floor. There's dudes like sweeping up money into garbage bags. It's like a big ass warehouse. You know, bitches is coming down like the, the poles, like it's like a fire station and shit. It's it's, it's wild. <laughs> Canada doesn't have anything like that. And then even like what y'all had in Portland it was just like, because first of all, Canada we got we got loonies. We don't have a dollar bill anymore. So imagine going to the strip club and throwing coins. Making it hail. <laughs> yeah. <I> was... <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, just, it's just not the same. It's, it's, it's not the same. Or stacking, the same. stacking them up politely. This is for you, m'lady. Yeah. Have a good day. Giving her chips like in Vegas. Yeah. I'm all, yeah. I'm all in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just insert the coin. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Yes. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's different, man. So, yeah. um, but okay, to go back to your original question. So where are you eating about, that? Where, where, where are you eating that? Well, when I'm done eating at Acropolis, you know what I mean? Boom. Um, okay. Uh, see, okay, so it's just like a fast food spot, right? Just like a, Yeah, like a, so like we need your meal. Just like, and be specific, like. Okay. If you like to add shit, take away shit, like I need okay. a very specific order. Yeah. Okay, so there, there's a restaurant in Canada that um, is predominantly in Ontario, which is the province, not state, but the province that Toronto is in. There's a few other locations across the country, but it's, it's predominantly in Ontario. It's called Swish LA. It's a, it's a chicken and ribs place. It's like a family restaurant. Yeah. Chicken, ribs, rotisserie chicken and, and ribs and it's a very polarizing place. You either love it or you hate it. I personally love it. It's a great, like, reliable meal. It's affordable. It's quick. It's easy. My go-to order there usually is, like, I get, like, a double-leg dinner. So you get two chicken legs. You get French fries. And then you get, like, the side of, like, the chalet sauce, which is, like, a gravy. So I think my my signature meal, if I had it, would have like the, the double leg dinner, but also have a rack of ribs, a half rack of ribs. And then um, some barbecue sauce for your French fries. A lot of people don't know about that science, but that's something that I like to do personally. I and like yeah, that, the, yeah, the, I feel Yeah, it. yeah. Cause yeah, the, the barbecue sauce that they have there is nice, man. So mm. yeah, I'd have a double leg with a, a rack of ribs and then the chalet sauce and the barbecue sauce for your French fries. Pro move. I yeah. Like we'll be washing it down with. Uh, see me personally i drink water i don't really drink sodas anymore but okay if if, but but for the sake of for for the sake of toronto i mean y'all tell me if this is a thing in in america at all so in toronto they they love like the sprite and fruitopia mix whoa yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i did not (laughs) know that was a canadian thing yeah, it's it's a, it's a thing out here, you know what I mean? So they'll, they'll go to like, especially when you're at McDonald's, go to McDonald's, get a little bit of Sprite, mm-hmm. get a little bit of Fruitopia, mix it up. Yeah, you know I mean, so like well, Fruitopia. Yeah, that's wild. We just went on a deep, deep, deep. <laughs> we did. We <laughs> did. Yeah, we beverage. did. But I do like doing those mixes. And Boy, do yeah. we have an episode for you? Yeah. My, yeah, we. I went on a deep discontinued beverage thing. Fruitopia. Oh, yeah, y'all don't have Fruitopia, but it's rare. No, they're not discontinued. It's just not just widely available. Yeah. It's just like one flavor. I think McDonald's has like just the one flavor. I don't no, even McDonald's, McDonald's has a couple because them. they have those. They have, they the, have little... the smart ones now. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Do they have? I don't think they have Fruitopia anymore. Do they have Fanta? Fanta, that's what. Yeah. And then, yeah. um, 
what I would do at McDonald's that's close to this is I would do the high C and Sprite. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's Ooh, what I would do that. Like yeah. or, the, or the Hawaiian punch and, and Sprite. See, we don't even have Hawaiian punch out here. I, mean, oh. I think I haven't had. I mean, like I fully, punch. I had it back in the day, but we don't, we don't have it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Canada's if I can very Hawaiian punch anymore. I can't. I can't. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I can't drink yeah. Sprite anymore. Even Listen, as a kid, yeah. I would drink it and be like, like if it I, makes you feel like you have a cavity. If I had Hawaiian <laughs> punch, I'd be hung over tomorrow. Somehow. Oh, one hundred percent, you would be. Yeah. Hawaiian punch drunk. Fill me. It makes you so thirsty. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah, it takes from you. Canada said, "No way, we're not keep keep that trash. We don't want to do that to our people." Yeah, yeah. Jax, got how, free how, healthcare, how, how did you, but we ain't. <laughs> how, how did you make your? Uh, how did you make Kool Aid back in the day? Oh man, um, I mean, just just I guess just a regular way. You know what I mean? Just like follow just the recipe. The, yeah, pretty much. I I don't really remember doing anything. I didn't really have Kool Aid too much as a kid. As much okay. as I. I, I wanted it, but mm-hmm. I don't think my parents would like buy it. So like, I didn't really the have best. it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I, I would have it like at other people's places. Gotcha. So, yeah. 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 I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bring back a rare question for this episode. Okay. Big Jacks, if you could have one grocery store item, an infinite supply of that item, for the rest of your life, what would it be? Grocery store item. Oh man! So like this could be like Oreos. Like, it could be orange juice. It could be <laughs> trash, trash bags. bags. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I knew it! I knew it! Oh man, that's a tough one. There's Big Jacks again running Cute around in that those. trash bag. That's, 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 that's. <laughs> you get a trash Yo. bag, and you get a trash bag. <laughs> You're just handing out trash bags. <laughs> See, like. I, my first thought was food, but then you mentioned Q-tips and like trash bags and like essentials and shit like that, right? Like, I'm not, I wasn't far you know what off. <laughs> you know what I mean, like everybody like, laughed at me, but it's practical. Like, like, it's like, do I want to get toothpaste or do I want ketchup chips? You know what I mean? Like, ah, uh, see, because yeah. look, look, if, if if y'all don't know, I I'm, I go by the snack lord too. I enjoy snacks. Okay, so um. You know, I was talking about, you know, snacks and stuff like that. And I was waiting for, for, for the moment. Yes. Um, your guy. You yes. and Colin. Oh, yeah, yeah, Colin, Colin got some questions for you, Dan. Yeah, yeah, yo, let, let's talk snacks, man, because I'm oh, sure uh, we, we could do it. I'm, okay, hold, I still didn't answer your question, though. Um, oh, man. I'm going to just say something dumb, man, like just like toothpaste or something. Just, just, just quality essentials, you know what I mean? Fair, yeah. That's good. Yeah. Toothpaste gets expensive. People forget. Yeah, yeah. I said trash bags, and everybody laughed at me. And everybody ended up picking up really cool questions, picking up really cool things after that. But I just feel like the worst feeling in the world is when you take out the trash and you come back, and you're like, I don't have a fucking bag to put in there. Right, right. Okay. So well, you'll never have to be ahead of the game ever again. It's just always there. Cosmo said mangoes. So there you go. Yeah, that's Love a good mango. one. Yeah, a, a, a specific. Um, all right, how about this? Big Jax is going to the gas station, gassing up for a road trip where he's mm-hmm. playing shows around the country. Mm-hmm. Where, what is your go-to snack at the gas station? You can only have one snack. Only one snack? Sour cream and bacon ruffles. Ooh. Whoa. I don't think y'all have that. We know. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I had to get Canadian on you. Damn. Damn. I like that. I have questions though. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I love, love corporate food stuff. Like, I don't know why. And I love the regional shit. So is it bacon bits or bacon flavor? Like a, like a. Oh, it's it's it's, it's bacon flavor, but bacon bits would be kind of cool if they i feel like something like that exists because i've seen like a bacon bit kind of chip the other day but for the sour cream and bacon ruffles it's just flavored i mean like i mean it's just like any other ruffles except it's just flavored bacon flavored and it's fire that's fire it's underappreciated man it's underappreciated out here See, we get to stupid shit in the states. Like we we don't have have chips. We don't have any. We get everything. Y'all have everything though. You, oh, it, no, the only no. thing it, it pisses me off when y'all y'all get something that we don't get. Yeah, that's <laughs> all. Anything. Like like po- it's like always poutine like at McDonald's. Poutine at McDonald's. Oh yeah, yeah, we have poutine at McDonald's. Yeah. Come on, yeah. fire! But but I mean like but y'all got all kinds of other shit. You know what I mean? Like what? And you, I mean, I mean, I haven't seen a McDonald's menu in America in a minute, so I don't know. There must be something. You guys you know, seen fries? McDonald's be really holding out on us. They do, but I don't know what y'all what we have that y'all don't have. So the thing is though, the thing is though, like McDonald's poutine is like a last resort. There's so much uh, better <laughs> poutine. That's, oh, no, no, that's I get it. Say, I like get it's that. still yeah. just fast food. Like that's yeah, like yeah. poutine yeah. emergency. Like we need to get this guy poutine <laughs> set. Everywhere's yeah. closed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Last resort, right? I mean, but yeah, they, they got it. They got a McDonald's. They got that KFC. They got it. Like you know, you can get poutine pretty much like. Yo, I had like this is very Toronto. I had a jerk chicken poutine the other day. And, uh, oh. Yeah, that shit was fire. Yeah. Is poutine traditionally French fries or tater tots? Oh, it's 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 French fries, gravy, and the most important part to me, cheese curds. Cheese curds. Some places oh, okay. will do it. Some places will do it like shredded cheese. Uh huh. Not the same. Nah, you need the cheese curds. Mm. It needs to be cheese curds. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. What's the, what's the pizza scene up there like? That I know you guys question. got Maker Pizza. I've heard of that one. Oh wow! What, what you know about Maker Pizza? <laughs> <laughs> I follow the man Maddie Matheson. That's the only okay. reason I know that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. You know what? I went to make. I've never actually been to Maker's. I went a couple times, but it was like during like like the height of like lockdowns out here. Mm-hmm. So like the whole situation to get food there was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Maker's Maker's definitely popping out here um spot like like north of brooklyn my favorite spot in the city is this is like a small mom and pop shop called patondos it's in uh, little italy they mm. make fire panzerottis they got the fire pepperoni slices just mm. yeah man the, yeah pizza's pizza's great out here hell yeah damn man. i'm gonna need y'all to show me some spots when i go back to portland i ain't been out there in a minute oh, so i need y'all you. to i need y'all to put put me on we finally Devil's got a dead. we finally got an italian uh, restaurant <laughs> yeah finally finally there's there's been a lot of the homies on it so that's the thing like the the italian scene out here is like i don't know it's not good we finally found a spot um i can't remember the name of it um horrible gabby's Uh, gabby's Gabby's. yeah 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 monami yeah 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 gabby's yeah um but no i mean you come out here we're gonna take you to some dancing establishments. We're gonna take you to some <laughs> yeah. pizza. Either performing arts. You know, yes. we're gonna yes. do donuts. So you gotta get the snack game right. We're gonna smoke we, a lot of weed. Okay. 
Okay, a lot. There you okay. go. I okay. will watch you guys. I will cheer you on. Yes. Keep smoking. Okay. Keep smoking. Yes. Okay. I, I will be the moral support. <laughs> yes. Um, but See, no. I didn't have I didn't have uh, I didn't have um, voodoo out there. I had the other spot, blue blue star. Oh, blue even star. better. That's a good. You, did, you made the right choice. You did. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I, that's what I was told. I was told to go to blue star, not voodoo. Voodoo's yeah. not bad. It's not it's a not, bad place. It's just touristy. It, it's just touristy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah it's yeah. good. They have they, like original stuff, but blue star is like. Yeah. 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 They they Sorry, lost just, their you know. Just to go back to your, your pizza question, too. Uh, two other spots. I mean, not so much for pizza, but if you're talking Italian and, like, pasta and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Sugo in Toronto and Taroni mm. are, are two popular spots, man. Okay. I, I personally like Sugo even more so, but both of those spots is fire. I'm due for a visit, man. I haven't played there in a couple of years. Last time I played at the Drake, which is oh, beautiful. Okay. itself. Yeah, the Drake out there is cool because they have an artist residence. So yes. when you DJ there, they put you up in this in this loft, which is basically like it's got bunk beds, it's got a full kitchen, and it's got stickers from everyone. Like yes. you know, like literally everyone that stayed in there. So you know, don't use a black light if you stay there. That probably <laughs> that's not. I mean, that's any hotel. I guess any hotel. Right? Any hotel. Yeah. But, yeah. No, the, the, the drink is dope. I actually just locked in a residency there. Um, yeah. I've, I've been playing there like the last... I've been playing there for years. But um, I had something going on before, before the Pando started. And then uh, now coming out of it, they got me for a couple dates in the last couple months. But then we finally just locked in like an actual schedule. So I'm going to be there. The, if if y'all ever in town, I'm there the second Friday of every month starting mm. in July. Okay. Oh, yeah. So... Yeah. Congrats yeah, on that, that, man. Yeah, yeah thank you. Thank we you. love we a long term love... job commitment. <laughs> right. Yeah. Absolutely. Couple more questions and we will send you on your way, Travis. So we are developing our DJ Biopic Cinematic Universe a la MCU. <laughs> okay. A la Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Yeah. Who Tomorrow. is playing Big Jacks in the Multiverse of DJ Madness? <laughs> okay so on the weekend this chick came up to me and she told me she she asked, she was like has anyone ever told you before that you look like virgil <laughs> and i'm like nah so um i don't think Vir you know recipes of virgil recipes. he wouldn't play me but i thought that was pretty funny that she said that i feel like so i've gotten virgil before when i had my beard thicker people were saying i look like teddy pendergrass I like that. But I mean, like, I've also gotten like Denzel too. So I, I'm going to go with Denzel just because. Yeah. Strong okay. Pick. Yeah. Strong pick. Okay. Denzel's yeah. playing a couple people. Denzel's yeah. playing a couple people in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who was he playing? Um, oh, Bird. Is it Bird? Bird. Yeah, Denzel's playing Bird Peterson as well, so this will work out very well. Yeah, I mean, when Big Jacks and Bird Peterson are talking to each other in the movie, <laughs> one has... it's just Denzel. It's he like, has a beard. Does it have a beard? Yeah, yeah. It's like tracksuit, tracksuit uh, uncle at the function, Denzel, and then like training day, Denzel. Yeah. You know what I mean? yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. It. Okay, uh, Jacks. Yeah. Uh, you stranded on an island. You only have one album out of all those oh. albums to pick from. What oh, album man. is it? Why, why y'all doing this? Yep. 
There's only one rule. Well, what's the rule? It can't be like a burnt CD or like right. a mixtape. It can't be like a, the right. mixtape. It can't be a mixtape. in the eighth grade. It can be a compilation, but it has to be official. Okay. I'm going to go with Cuban Links. The mm. Yeah. Mm. Fire. I'm going I'm to just, yeah. Also, yeah, not a cheap record Coast. anymore. Not a cheap yeah, record yeah. when you see it out in the wild. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, much- I know. Well, back in my day, <laughs> look, look, I got, I got, I got the vinyl. I had the CD when it came out. I lost it, but I got the purple tape, the actual purple tape too. So, yeah, I have the tape and not the record. Uh, yeah, I didn't buy the, when get on down did the box set. I just got the record. I mean, just got the tape. Tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Silly man, Jack. Did, did, did get on down reissued the purple tape too. I think they did mm-hmm. the tape reissue, right? They had like Same. this crazy, so they did just the regular, you could just buy the tape, just yeah, yeah. regular, regular. Um, and then they released the like the this display box with like yeah. a, in a watch case, and it had like the clear top with the tape inside. And yeah. then I think they did the record with the tape, but I feel like if they did that, I would have bought that, so maybe they did it separately. Yeah, I remember, man. I remember just like the hype around that that release when it first came out, like back like in what ninety five, I think. Yeah. Was it ninety five, ninety six? And um, yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going with that album. Hell yeah, that's a great pick. Jazz, uh, t- give us a little little bit of uh, quick rundown of what it was like when Toronto won the NBA championship. Oh. Oh, dog! It was it was a beautiful time, man. I felt like that was just like just everything came together. Like everything was bubbling from like what Drake had been doing. Yeah, the Raptors were finally like on their way. It was and and for it to happen right before you know the Pando hit, so we were all outside still. We could all celebrate in the city, be in the streets, and everything like that. It was it was ridiculous. It was it was ridiculous, man. I was still so on a high for that, man. Just, you know, I hope. I, are y'all Blazers fans? Bulls. Uh, so, so Bulls. Bulls. Okay, okay. Bulls. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Because what? Demar. Demar's still on the Bulls, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, he's still on the Bulls right now. Yeah, shout, shout out to Demar, man. Yeah. But um, yeah. When yeah, when the Raptors won, it was it was, it was special, man. And I mean, I still like. Cause I, I'm old enough to remember, like when the Blue Jays won back to back. Oh right, back in '92, '93. But we haven't seen anything like that since, you know. Mm-hmm. And people, it's it's such a hockey town here. It's, it's such a hockey country. That was a that was a point in time where I finally started to feel like the media was starting to shift their attention mm. and respecting basketball here, mm-hmm. like how they should. So it was mm-hmm. a great time, man. It's, it's people are still we're still on a high from that, man. Bad. <laughs> Were you DJing yeah. that night? I was chilling that night. I was chilling that night. I was DJing throughout like other parts of the series, but mm-hmm. that night, I I had the night off that night. Yeah, it was, it was a great night, man. Where were you that night? Off. If you can I, remember, I think I was just at home, and I didn't even oh, go okay. out. Like I didn't want, I didn't want to deal with like just yeah. the, the crowds and everything. I was just like, you know what? I'm I'm good to just watch this on TV. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been good. Man. I actually DJed the the Raptors training camp this year at the start of the season, so um, that was dope to see because I didn't 
no one expected them to even make it in the playoffs right. this year. So, yeah, shout to the Raptors, man. Yeah, shout out. Real quick, have you met Vince Carter? I have. Yeah. So I used to I used to work at the Air Canada Center well, when it was called the Air Canada Center. I still back wish in the it was called that. Yeah, me, me too, man. But you know, Scotiabank Arena. Ah, yeah. But so yeah, back in the day, <laughs> I used to work at the Air Canada Center, and um, there was a, an area in the Air Canada Center called the Sprite Zone, and the Sprite Zone was like cheap tickets, right? So Sprite like subsidized or Coke subsidized mm-hmm. seats and stuff. You could get tickets for like ten bucks. So we would like when we would set up before every game, we would see like see um, Vince, Jalen Rose, <clears throat> Chris Bosh. Alvin Williams, Mo Pete. Oh, yeah. All them, you just see them all the time because they would. Did T Mac play up there? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. T Mac, he wasn't, by the time I was working there, he was already gone. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, But yeah, he was definitely, he was there before that. Master P was was a Raptor. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that. That's right. (laughs) People forget. Yeah. People forget. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, so Vince, I would see Vince like, so they would, they would have their training, whatever practice before the games, and they would take the elevator down. So we would see them always come out. Jalen used to be the coolest. Jalen Rose, he would talk to us every now and then. Vince, you know, but yeah, Vince would be around, yeah. seen him a few times. So that was cool. Yeah. That's dope, man. Yeah, it's, man. It was, Vince was... kind of reminds me of like Kawhi. Like he was like a robot. Like <laughs> hella serious. Yeah, I never got to meet Kawhi. I never seen Kawhi around. I would see like, so that same place that I played at where, um, where Drake came to, all those guys would come like all the Raptors, Blue Jays, Leafs, and whoever else was in town. With like Marshawn Lynch was there, and a whole bunch of motherfuckers would be there all the time. So I would see them all the time, but never seen like Kawhi. Mm. I don't even know if he if he eats food. I don't know. Yeah, he yeah. probably doesn't. Uh, <laughs> lightning, <laughs> quick lightning round, uh, yeah. and I already know the answer. But uh, Grizzlies <laughs> or Raptors? Oh man, come on, man, Raptors. Man. <laughs> yeah. shout, yo, shout out to the Grizzlies, man. I was just in Vancouver, like I was telling y'all, man. So yeah. shout, out, shout out to shout out to the Grizzlies. Shout out to Big Country. Do they yeah. still yeah. do they still um, embrace the the Grizzlies, even though they're in Memphis? Like some people do. I think yeah. a lot of and like I feel like that whole area is like I feel bad for them, man, because like before the Grizzlies, they had the Sonics, but the Sonics are gone. The Grizzlies right. are gone, like yeah. I so, but I see a lot of them show love to like the Blazers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, man. we need all the fans we can get in Portland. <laughs> <laughs> we do. So, right I now. wish y'all. I wish y'all had a baseball team or something, man. Because I, I love. Oh, baseball, you're preaching so. to the choir right now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, man. You it's you are tough. preaching to the choir. It's a it's it's a good city for it, but um, there's there's too many things going against it right now and uh mlb has to figure out what they're gonna do with uh montreal before they even think about portland first so yeah that whole montreal situation yeah they did montreal dirty yeah yeah they were supposed to do that they talked about doing the split between tampa bay and montreal right i don't even understand yo let me let me ask you all this because i remember like i went to um i've been to portland a couple times (laughs) and I, i really liked it out there and then I went to like um, uh, Minneapolis, and I felt like Minneapolis. And I don't know if it was just me. It just it gave me like a like a a Portland like little brother, like Portland's little brother vibe. Like Minneapolis is is honestly one of my favorite cities to to be in, man. Uh, yeah. Minneapolis yeah. does have a have a Portland vibe, but um, maybe it's the weather. It, it it's the weather, and it's 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 that kind of that that grunt you know that you know that prince 
dark alley, damp, wet sound and feel. You know what I mean, Neek? You know what I'm talking about? That's what Portland has, too. It's kind of like grunge adjacent. Yeah. Just a different 10 years earlier. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because, yeah, you know, they have the grunge out, you know, for y'all. But then, like, uh, Minneapolis, I think of, like, like, like rhyme sayers and right atmosphere and that kind of which is still kind of in that same kind of yep. vein still you know very I mean? hipster yep. Like, yeah yeah yep. indie indie hip-hop indie white hip-hop indie rock kind of vibe you know? yes. yeah 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 you're spot so, on shout out yeah. to uh mike 2600 on indian yeah. uh, yeah, yep. well. shout out uh yeah 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 um and then uh, shout out to Psalm One from Rhyme Sayers as well, who we have to get on the mm. podcast. Psalm is, she's absolutely fantastic. Um, last question before I send you on your way, sir. We have a Spotify playlist where we are building. You get one song you can add to the playlist. It can be any song you want. You want people to hear blank. Is this like, like a literal playlist that you guys... Do yeah. after? No, we literally yeah. had this playlist. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, this is not an on-the-spot question. This is like, because I've like, this is like. He left. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, my battery's about to die, so it's just like, now nah, you can't answer that shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. We're gonna give you a freebie. We can put your tracks on there. As long as they're on Spotify. Yep. Yeah, you, is that a cop out me saying my own song? No. 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 Okay. Well then yeah, you know I'm gonna say my own song then. You know what? Put higher on there. Uh Big Jacks featuring Angela Pigo. That's you know the the real popular one. So mm-hmm. I mean you can do that, you know. Uh let, let's do that. Oh, let's do that. Him. Yeah. Done and done. Yeah, because uh, didn't didn't Treasure Fingers put his song on there? Treasure Finger put his songs on there. Um, Smart. Who else put their? Did he? I thought he put, uh, put H Town knocking boots on there. Ooh, that's right. Treasure Fingers didn't <laughs> yeah. do it, but um. Oh, maybe I put Treasure Fingers on there then myself. Yeah. It was on your uh, own accord. Somebody else put their own track on there. I think it was Michael. Uh from um. Oh my god! It's so funny because I met Michael before I knew about his group. But um, just recently, he was at uh, Earth Cafe. <laughs> what? Who? Oh, uh, autograph. Michael Wing. Autograph. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the yeah. one. Yeah. Um. Last but not least, Big Jacks. Where can people find you on social media? Let them know what you got coming up. Anything you want to promo right now? Yeah. Um. DJ Big Jacks on Instagram is the best way. It will just take you to everything else. And um. Just dropped my vinyl for my Sunflower EP featuring Angela Pigo. So that's out right now. Mm. Just go on Instagram and you'll get you'll get the links to where you can buy that. We just dropped the last video from that EP. It's for, for a song called Lullaby. So yeah, just follow me on there and it will take you to where else you ever need to go for TikTok, Twitter, SoundCloud, Spotify, etc. All oh, that. Absolute honor having you. Yo, sir. man. Appreciate yes. y'all, man. Hell and yeah. Anytime, Thank you, man. man. You know, I'm, I'm down, man. Appreciate y'all, man. All right? Hey, yeah, really and when you come to Portland, you. man, we got yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah got I'm gonna pull you. up. Portland right. or Vegas, you're good in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Let's yeah. know when you're Vegas too, because we'll yeah. pull up to that too. Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'm gonna get y'all on uh, on uh, Instagram and Twitter too, because I don't, I don't think I have y'all on there yet. So yeah, I just yeah. follow. 
Cool. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. Everyone stay safe. We will be back next week with more more nonsense. Let's just say more that. More nonsense for your heads. <laughs> Shout out to Big Jacks, and we will see y'all soon. Later. Bye. Peace.